This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+, plus. rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome to the Chelsea Football Fancast, fueled by Guinness, powered by Celery, the show that has notched up more appearances than David Webb did for Chelsea. Answers on a postcard, please. Now, I am Stanford Chidge, and the name of tonight's show is the very, very late, the Chelsea Football Fancast 300. Indeed. Now, uh, before I get into my little normal stuff, I'm really sorry that we're late, but we were going to do this in the usual manner on the telly. Um, but I'm afraid we uh, we were down the most important member of the crew, the Vision Mixer. So we, we've bailed out of Sports Tonight Live and we're now, I think appropriately for the 300th show, doing an old school podcast in Chigi's Bunker. Isn't that right, Ross? It is indeed. It is. Anyway, on with the show. Now we've made our apology. Right, Chelsea waltzed to an easy 2-0 win against the Baggies on Saturday with Hazard, Oscar, Fabregas, William and Costa putting on a dazzling display. The game was all over on half an hour when Jakob was sent off for a two-footed lunge on Costa. Should we have battered them more than 2-0? Probably. Do we care so long as we got all three points? Probably not. At the end of the day, we're seeing some great football. We've broken our record for games unbeaten at the start of the season. And of course, we're top of the league. We're top of the league. We're top of the league, we're top of the league, we're top of the league. Now, you don't get that on Sports Tonight Live, do you? <laughs> Synchronised singing is back on the Chelsea fan cast. Some, I of, for one. some of it was even in tune. I'm delighted. Now, joining me on the show, the show that you can't see but you can hear tonight is... The man, the, there, are, there were three people who were on the first proper Chelsea fan cast. One of them, amazingly enough, was me. The other one... This should be a competition question, but I'm just about to give it away. It was Sheridan Bird. Sheridan Bird, indeed. But the third was Dr. Mark? It was Dr. Mark. It was Dr. Mark. Yes. So how All those years ago. I know. Back when we were shit. Yeah. I know. And we still are. We are. We, we tried very hard to be shit for 300 <laughs> It's hard shows. to keep up that standard of being shit for that Mate, long. Mate, it's consistent. Yeah. Be grateful for that. It is... 
it is especially lovely to have Martin here on this show tonight. I Paul, mean, Paul will always claim he was on. But he, he was, was wrong, man. Well. He is, I can prove it because I have actually got a copy of the first show. Anyway, it's he great wasn't. to have it's great to have Doctor Mart here. Um, we've also got uh, we've got a newbie. I think it's lovely right. that on the three hundredth show we've got somebody new. We've got the legend <laughs> that is Charlie Skillen. Hello, Chid, you alright? I'm all right, mate. And uh, and how are you? Do you like being very well. here? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I thought I was going to go and tell you. I'm very pleased. I'm not. I'm right yeah. being your flat. <laughs> well, 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 would you have come along if I'd have said, "Come to my flat and do a show"? <laughs> I would hope other people were going to be there. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. There are many people who have said yes to that. Amazingly yeah. enough. <laughs> um, okay, so we've got Charlie. Uh, we've got Jonathan Kidd on his way somewhere, but we start without him. We don't know where he is, but anyway, whatever. But we've got somebody who might not have been on the first show. But he was there after about a year. I made my debut in the, in the second season. Yeah, yeah, we've got we've got the lovely and I, I haven't been able to do this for a while. Ross Mooring, Ross, Ross Mooring, celery is nothing to be scared of. Oh, it's great to have Ross on the show. It's been a while. Um, if, the, now, if this is uh, Chelsea Fancast three hundred, does that does that mean we can say this is Pimlico? This is what does that mean? This is Sparta. Oh, this is yeah, 300, The Rise of Pimlico. I actually did try and think of a 300, The Rise of something, but I couldn't come up with anything clean. You know, I'll let you think about that. Now, uh, last but of course, by no means least, we have got, and I did admit this to her earlier on, but it was always my, my, my long-term vision as the creative genius of the, of the Chelsea fancast to enjoy the irony of having an absolutely delightfully gorgeous babe on my show. Oh, thank you. But as a radio show. So deny the listeners the pleasure of watching the lovely Sophie. But weirdly, it's come to pass tonight as you're on the radio. I know, and I really made a special effort to look lovely. This yes, evening. you do. And I, actually, for those of you who can't see Sophie at the moment, I, I'm delighting in telling you, she looks gorgeous. You've got a nice leather skirt on, haven't you? I do. That just sounds a little bit wrong. It does sound a bit wrong. Over... I'm not, I wouldn't make a fashion commentator, would I? No. no. But thank you but very can much. Can I say anyway. that Sophie doesn't have to try that hard? She to look doesn't, gorgeous, does she? Really, oh, does thank you. Unlike me and you, Smart. Well, no, we I have are. to try very hard. I was up very early this morning. Hey, ho, but we've got the lovely, 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 lovely Sophie with us. It's really nice to have you. Good evening, actually, everyone. It, it's nice to have you on a podcast because you've not done a podcast podcast version. I haven't. I haven't. This is what it used to be like in the old days. Well, it's very retro. It is retro, isn't it? <laughs> right. Now, uh, who have we got on the benches this week? Because we do have benches, really. I mean, it's. We have a bent. And actually, he's in the Dr. <laughs> Evil chair, isn't he? I am indeed. Dan. Dan Sills. You'll have, you have to shout so you uh, can be heard. Evening all. Lovely to see you. Well done, Dan, for making it. Uh, anyway, right. Uh, Sophie. Harry. Harry. Yes. We're all, we're all all right, mate. And we've got the lovely Charlie. Oh, Harry. Yeah, yeah. Harry's on the big black sofa. I didn't see you down there. <laughs> Harry. One Harry Baker. <laughs> it's great to see H here as well. We've got the lovely Charlie doing the, the mixing on my old retro mixer. And there you go. That is all of us. Now, Sophie, if they want to be on the benches, if we ever deign to do a Sports Tonight TV show again, what do they have to do? You can email me at chelseafancast at gmail.com. Well, there we go. Um, I would just make sure, because you haven't done a podcast, some of you, so you need to be about this far away from the mic. Otherwise, you will not. Can everyone hear me? That's a bit close. That's a bit intimate, actually. So I wouldn't want to lead them up the garden path or anything. You want to be about that far away, all right? Anyway, um, on the show tonight, of course, we will have Ross's ratings, which in fact are my ratings, which in fact are pretty much Sky Sports ratings for the West Brom I would not have been able to give any ratings for Saturday. (laughs) Mate, I was quite battered on Saturday, so I, I would have struggled too. Now, we'll also have the fannies for the West Brom game. Uh, the man of the match, chant of the match, celery, and Guinness moments. 
And uh, you have precisely 30 minutes to get your vote in for them at chelseafancast.com forward slash the hyphen fannies. And uh, you can make your vote count on there. Now, uh, as I said, we'll be having a chat about the West Brom game before the fannies. And later on, we will be setting the Chelsea and football world to rights with a discussion on atmosphere, because I don't think we did it justice the other week, loyalty points, because I've just written a blog about it, profit that Chelsea made, because I've just written a blog about it, and something to amuse us, which are the slanderous rumours of Peter Cech joining Arsenal, and more to the point, Jose's uh, absolute belittling of that last week, and even funnier, laughing at the rumours of Rafa Benitez returning to Liverpool. Ooh... (laughs) Uh, all of that, of course, plus a bit of Chelsea Chatter stats, uh, your emails, and the latest Chelsea supporter news. But more importantly, as this is the 300th show, we will be wandering down memory lane to get some of your best memories of our 300 shows. And what else do they have to do, Sophie? Well, if you would love to interact with us, you can tweet us at Chelsea Fancast. Yes. Or... You can listen to us on Mixler, which I'm assuming you're doing now if you're listening to me. I believe they are, and I actually believe they're managing to hear us as well, which is even which is lovelier. Really good, yes. So there we go. So make sure you make sure you tweet the lovely Sophie and uh, interact with her, which sounds wonderful. Um, you know, many people aren't that lucky. Who I wouldn't want to speak to me? Chief? Who wouldn't want to interact with you? So quite right, especially as you're looking lovely tonight. Thank she you. is really actually looking very lovely, and I it's try. a shame. It's a shame that you can't see her like we can. I'm looking very lovely as well. You are. Chief. You're Jonathan lovely. Where so were you? Nicer. Where were you? Did you get lost? I had to pick my bike up. Oh right. Okay. God. You might have to. I had to pick my bike up about this far away. Remember old school stuff. I had to pick my bike up. That's right, lovely. Jonathan is here, everybody, on our 300th show. We are now complete. So we can all go home, basically. No, no, we can't yet. We've got another five parts to do. Now, um, before we get going, um, whilst I was putting all of this little script uh, together last night, I got the very sad news uh, that John Neal, our manager from 1981 (laughs) to 85, had sadly passed away. Johnny Neal's Blue and White Army. Johnny Neal's Blue and White Army, Johnny exactly. Johnny Neal's Blue and White Army. Now, they were probably one of my favourite Chelsea sides. And, in fact, I am wearing my 1984 replica top in honour of that, which I, I wore specially for TV. So, like Sophie, I feel a bit denied. It's looking good on the radio. <laughs> Should it not say Gulf Air on it? No, not yet. This was, was the just, one, this was the year before they got the year before Gulf Air, was That's it? That's right. Um, but anyway, so uh, they, they were probably one of my favourite Chelsea sides. And, of course, he brought players like Kerry Dixon, David Speedy, Nigel Spackman, Eddie Nishvecki, Joey Jones, Mickey Thomas, Paul Cannibal, and Doug Ruby to the club. And, and we pat. And we pat. Did I not say we pat? How remiss of me. Uh, now, this was the era, of course, of... We're the boys in blue in Division Two. We won't be here too long. And only five years. They were, in fact, mental times as a Chelsea supporter. Many fond memories. Thanks for them, John. Rest in peace and stay carefree. Now, rather than doing the ratings now, I'm going to do them in the beginning of part two. But I feel that we ought to have a very quick chat, really, about our reflections of John Neal. And I'm really glad I got Martin and and, uh, and Johnny Kidd here, who, who were very much there in the thick of it in those days. I suspect. So, what what were your memories of the John Neal era, boys? And girls. Well, how old? Jesus. How old? I'm not going to ask you well, how old. Well, I was just about to say I actually wasn't alive when no, he was manager. I However, I always feel sad when somebody who had played good for us or managed for us okay. goes away. I'm glad. I'm glad. We we love your sentiment. Smart. What, what are your memories of the John Neal era? Well, the early days when he took over from I think it was Jeff Hurst he took over from, wasn't it? It wasn't going terribly well. I think yes. it was just been relegated. Blanche. Nineteen. Right that. Yeah. It was. It was. Well, something like. 
I thought something like 19 games mm. uh, without scoring a goal, wasn't it, when That's Jeff? right. Yeah. From before Christmas, that yeah, was. Yeah, it was terrible. The last goal and and Blanche Flowers equally pants before that, wasn't he? Yeah. And, uh, well, yeah, I mean, it didn't go well. He, when he, he, 1981 he joined, didn't Summer it? Summer of 1981. But, uh, I mean, the sort of nadir was, was the end of... Um, the eighty two eighty three season wasn't it when when uh, we he just managed to save us from uh, the ignominy of well, relegation away, wasn't it yeah we were Bolton, ten minutes away Bolton, from getting relegated to division in, three. in the pouring rain and and yeah and it yeah. was down to Clive Walker it Clive was. Walker Flasher scored got the goal, goal didn't yeah. he but we might have gone out I mean I think this is the thing I, I've just done a blog I don't know some people might have seen it it's on uh, International Business Times today I haven't had a chance to tweet it up I will in a minute I promise but the point is with John, Johnny Neal um, we should be very grateful for him because actually there's a very good chance that if it hadn't been for John Neal we might not even be here today if we'd well, have gone down to the third division that well that's been right because I mean after that there was, it, it was some, a crisis, crisis the right act was read the, the crisis was declared and they had a bit of a clear out of a, a lot of players who were you know passengers really uh, naming no names um, I can't remember any no I, no well that, they were that memorable exactly Fillery uh, yeah Barota hmm. they all well, got the uh, David Stride, David Stride, yeah, um, Graham Wilkins, Graham Wilkins, who was yes. never, Wilkins. never quite anywhere near as. No, neither was brother. the third Wilkins. No, there was a third. Wasn't there? <laughs> there was a third. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's very right. Um, I mean, just, just, I mean, I, for me, I mean, for me, the the, the John Neal era is really all about that. Kenny uh, Swain, pro- that promotion season in '84. You know, finishing at finishing at Grimsby away. Which was mental. I mean, I didn't. I wasn't there, but Tell always used to speak about that, didn't he? Smart. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's, and the football that they played that year was fantastic, and the support was tremendous. Well, I mean, t- taking thousands and thousands and thousands of Chelsea supporters away. Pat Nevin was wonderful. Pat was wonderful, yeah, absolutely wonderful. That, player, that game against yeah. Newcastle. Yeah. Char- Charlie, I know you. I know you're you're, you're a wee bit young, like yeah. Soph. But um, I mean, what? What's, it's been interesting to hear what your thoughts are about the John Neal era, what it means to you. Well, I mean, I, I think you know, it, it's a, it's a team that wouldn't have been technically one of the one of the greatest in, in our history but it's a team that that meant so much more than the sum of its parts to, to hundreds of, of Chelsea friends my dad included my dad's favourite memory of Chelsea probably uh, you know until Munich came around was the uh, 5-0 game at Leeds yeah. that you say that but you know, there were combinations within that team that were, probably were that could have survived in any era I mean the, the yeah. Um, Speedy, well, Speedy, Speedy and Dixon, Dixon for a well, start. Well, that front three basically: Speedy, yeah. Dixon, and Nevin. And they didn't get on originally, and, and, and John Neal thought, right. I mean, you know, arrangement what? whereby they could play together. Still don't. Yeah. The point I made today was that you know, right now this season isn't the only season we've had where we've had a wizard as a winger and a monster mm-hmm. up front banging the goals. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that Pat Pat was the '80s version for us of, of, of Eden Hazard and yeah. Kerry. Was very much like Costa actually. And, and Spackman big... was was the Matic. Yeah, yeah. And Spackman was a fabulous player. That yeah. why he was picked up by Liverpool. I still, that's, I still, that's a good I, comparison. That yeah. Is, yeah, it is a good comparison. I still, I st- I'd love to to get Spackers on the show one day just so I can go na 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 Spackman. Bought from from Bournemouth. Yes, he is. Yeah. From but the, he's from Romsey. He's a local. Yeah. He's down from my neck of the woods. But the other thing about Spackman, which I will always love him for, is the fact that he knocked out or punched uh, Keown. Yeah, after he came back, yeah. yeah. No, but the amazing thing about John Neal was that he, he had an eye for a player who, who had a bit of talent because he, you look at the players he brought in. Uh, uh, Pat Nevin, he brought from Clyde. I mean, he was a nobody, you know. Uh, Spackman, the same. He, was, he wasn't much to speak of until, until he put them together in that team. Um, the other player that came 
back to Chelsea was was um, uh, John Hollins came back, didn't he? Yes, he did. Uh, he and did. that was sort of. And he ultimately took over. From he them, did eventually take over when took them uh, took them down. Yeah, well, John Neal had heart problems, didn't he? he? Did. Uh, um, his health wasn't all that good. Just to draw a line under the uh, the, the John Neal tribute, if 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 you want to call it that, I think. Uh, I think my my overriding. I mean, there are two overriding. Well, one one overriding memory and one legacy. The overriding memory is that Chelsea are back. Chelsea are back mm. at Highbury in uh, August, the beginning of the season when we got back to the first division. Twenty thousand Chelsea supporters t- took Highbury over. Kerry Dixon's favourite goal, as mm. he claims himself, a momentous day. But I think that's the point. I think the legacy that John Neal has with the club is that he made us believe again. Mm. You know, he turned us around from being absolutely as low as we possibly could go. And to a side where we, we, we were back in the elite and we, we finished sixth Fifth, twice. I was say, was, it, was it six? It was, I six. Well, we no, would have been in Europe yeah. if it hadn't been yeah. for the, for, for, you know, oh, you mm. know what. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Uh, well, apart from the fact there wasn't any Europe for English clubs. Well, that's but, why we were bad. We were I think there was, was it a game against Norwich at the end of that season? They played on a pitch that was under about four inches of water and it never should yeah. have been played. Yeah. All right, um, we should. Uh, we'll move. I mean, I, but I think actually, do you know what? I think we'll do a round of applause and then a Johnny uh, Johnny Neal's blowing my army. Or should we do Johnny Neal's blow? Right, Johnny Neal's blowing my army. 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 Lovely. I think that's very fitting. We'll be back with you in a minute. You'll probably hear us muttering on if you're listening in Mixler. But we'll be back in a minute for part two. place for Chelsea fans footballfancast.com real fans real opinions I'm Jason Cundy and you're listening to Chidge and the boys on the Chelsea football fancast total nutters and proper Chelsea Right, welcome back. I am Stanford Chidge, and you are not watching, but you are listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast on a very, very cuddly, warm, special 300th episode it is tonight. Now, uh, normally at this point in the proceedings, we put up a graphic uh, which shows you our ratings, but this week, the lovely dulcet tones of Sophie Rose will be telling you what we have marked the players. Isn't that right, Sophie? It is indeed. Are we ready to go? We are. I, by the way, before you start, the, I, I, I corrected Courtois to seven on my... TV graphic earlier. Okay. So there did you go. Did feel a bit mean? I did feel a bit mean. Okay, so here we go. So the ratings for Chelsea West versus West Brom. Uh, Courtois, seven. Aspilicueta, seven. Cahill, seven. Terry, seven. Ivanovic, seven. Matic, eight. Fabregas, eight. Hazard, nine. Oscar, eight. William, eight. Costa, eight. And then substitutions. Remy got a six. And then Dogbo and Ramirez have been ungraded as they were not on the pitch for long Yeah, enough. that's the only reason. It wasn't because they were doesn't crap mean or they're anything. Not, doesn't mean they're not good enough. They were all right. They were good. It's just they weren't all, I mean, Ross's rule is, is that, you know, if you don't play more than 10 minutes, you yeah. don't get a rating. So there we go. So that be, be, be very wary of that, Jonathan, on the podcast in future. If you're not here for more than 10 minutes, you don't get a rating. Okay. 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 I didn't realise we got ratings. Do you we do? Get, no. Get There's a secret uh, kind of gated or password gated bit on the website. Is it which a spreadsheet? Is, it is a spreadsheet, and it's, it's, it's the ratings for the fan casters. I, I'll have to give you the access code maybe one day. I'd love to see if I, have I managed to uh, keep over seven each week, or has it gone down to a, I couldn't possibly, a five? I couldn't possibly reveal that. No, okay, fair anyway, uh, on with the show. I mean, my, I mean, I, I thought bottom line. I mean, I was really. I ought to make an admission here. I was absolutely 
battered on Saturday before the game, let alone afterwards. I met you before the game. You were slightly merry. I was pissed. Wasn't yeah, I? you were. Well, you were very tactile. For that as well. Yeah. Okay. So we got very two. Very tactile. Gave me Thank a very you. lovely hug. I did throw uh, something at you before. You did as well. Yeah. You yeah. did. Yeah. As he went brick. in, as he went yeah. in was it, wasn't a brick. Chill was celery. <laughs> Jonathan was on his way up to the posh seats. I threw something at him and hurled derision at him. I was a bit battered, so I, uh, I, my memory of the game was not that good. But what I do remember about the first half was that the football was absolutely superb and that Eden Hazard should change his name to Eden Wizard because I thought he was one. But what say you? What say you, people on the podcast? Well, should we think... not ask Twitter first? Well, why They've don't got we, so Sophie? many views. Why don't we? So, here we go. Chelsea... Codger says it was that's Graham to you and me oh Graham okay yeah. so Hello, Graham mate. it was effing loud great fun yeah mm-hmm. um what uh, another guy uh me corny 100 says I can't understand why William isn't setting up or scoring more um meow Zaim says dominant in possession but not enough goals scored against 10 men still a solid performance I've got one here from no lesser man than Joe Tweed, Sophie. Yes. I know you're learning very carefully to always Probably. say no lesser, no lesser man, man than Joe Tweed. No lesser man than Joe no Tweed. No lesser man than Joe Tweed. Do you know what he says on Mixley? He says, the rating for the first third... This is great. This is quality Joe. The rating for the first 30 minutes should be 10. Then it evened out after West Brom decided they didn't want to lose 10 nil or actually try and score. I actually think that's... We should all go home because I think well, Joe summed up the game quite happily. I was going to comment with the Absolutely. fact I think seven for the players is, is just... Ridiculous. Do you think it's mean? Mean. I'm yeah. being mean. Should yeah. it have been an eight all around? Yeah, or even nine. Well, do you, okay, do you know what my thinking was behind that, Jonathan? Yeah. The defence really didn't have an awful lot to do. No. Yeah, but they shouldn't therefore be given low marks. But I think that the Seven midfield... The mid- well, no, well it, in your world, in my world, it is. If they're playing the most brilliant, <laughs> Jonathan, if you get over 70%, I mean, I know that you're an actor, so you probably haven't done any exams, but if you get over 70%, <laughs> that's rated as a, that, as a B that, plus is, stroke A minus. Is that the sign with the, the bubble and the line in the middle of it? Possibly, yes. <laughs> you know, but seven seven out of ten, seventy percent is ra- is graded as a as yeah, a no, B we're, minus. We're talking about one of the great or B plus A minus of any Chelsea team that mm. I've ever seen. Yeah, that's very true. I was, I was surprised, not surprised because you're right. It was. But I was surprised how many people actually said that, especially yeah. for that first thirty minutes. Everyone on the ground's like, I'll, I can't look, remember us. But not just well. amongst us. Just, a lot of the media is well. amazing. But I start yeah. choking. I start welling up. This yeah. is how, this is how bad it was. It were you I moist, go, Jonathan? I was. I go, were I you go, all moist? But they're wonderful. <laughs> and then a little tear forms in my eye. You know, and then I realised, no, hang on, man up. You know? Then he realised that he could actually go to the loo and he didn't have to wait until <laughs> No, I, I agree with John. I, honestly, for, that, for the first half hour of the game, I, I would give every player in, a, in a, a Chelsea shirt on that pitch, I'd give them all a 10. It, you, you couldn't pick up any player who was playing brilliantly because they all were. Which it is, was, it was absolutely... Amazing! It, was it really was a magnificent. Um, I'm upset that I missed it now. <laughs> oh well, Ross had your ticket. What do you reckon, Ross? Uh, yeah, that, that first half <laughs> an hour, I mean, they, they had the they had the tempo exactly bang on. I mean, that's the, they they set out well. They they closed West Brom down, and they were passing it about at just the right pace. They weren't going too hard, and it you know it was. They were in the groove, I think that's the end. The, the other, sorry. No, go on, Charlie. Uh, the other thing that struck me watching the first half is more so than in recent years and certainly more than our rivals this season, um, we've got such a settled first eleven. Everyone knows what the team's going to be every single week. It's so important. I mean, that might be due to players like Sherla not really stepping up this year, but I mean, everyone knows, you know, Matters, Matters, Fabregas. You, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, you won't know this, but every week on the ratings, I, I have this, this graphic up on, on screen. 
And the beauty of having a Mourinho side this year is that hardly ever do I have to do the fiddly bit on Photoshop <laughs> and change one of the players' names. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, it's the same team every week. Mm. It, it's helped us so much. Hasn't though. it just? Yeah. yeah, it's made a really huge... I think there's about seven players who've started every premiership. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you need yeah. that. I like that, Mark. Yeah. It's old school. I remember the time yeah. when, when a first, in the first division a, a team would like have maybe played 13 or 14 players mm. all season. Yeah, we only allowed one sub. Before that, none. Yeah, and that, mm-hmm. that, that's bearing in mind that quite often during the, the season that you know these three players would have and carry broke and legs for the rest of the season so mm. well, and play with them exactly that's yeah, my yeah, point yeah. Um, benches uh, Dan and the lovely Harry Baker and in fact Charlie Charlie is not in the gallery tonight Charlie can speak you could yeah. be part of the blooming action mate what do you think about it was it, was it really that good yeah when I was sat in the Matthew Harding for change and I thought absolutely brilliant half an hour as soon as the red card came the game was over West Brom mm. said right we're going to get embarrassed we're going to sit back we're going to defend but first half hour just was I think since the Barcelona game, we won 3 0 in the first 20 minutes. Yeah, that was I fantastic. Seen like that since then. Do you know what, actually? Funnily enough, Dan, I've always said this, and people look at me like I'm absolutely start raving bonkers, but one of the best bits of football I've ever seen a Chelsea side play was in the same Champions League campaign away to Feyenoord. Yes. And I thought that half, I mean, for me, that, that performance then was the perfect example of how to play technical continental football with English pace and aggression. And they were, I mean, I sat there just like, what am I watching? And if no, if most people I speak to, they don't ever remember. I mean, it's interesting to, to, to say that in front of you. What do you think about it? Remember, do you remember that, 99? Yeah, 99 yeah, home to Barcelona, yeah. I remember. That was equally stunning. Yeah. Zola, Zola basically it was, it was, ran the match. Yeah, he was, was brilliant that night. It was 3-1 night. away at finals. Yeah. And yeah. Zola scored an absolute yeah. peach he did. in off yeah. both posts. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a cracking goal. There you go. He'd been out of the team for a bit, hadn't he? And then he came back. Jimmy White special. I love that campaign. That was awesome. it was, I, I do <laughs> too, you know. And of course, it's the amazing thing about that campaign, Charlie, was that the club hadn't even been invented then. No, no, no. We did We did rather well, didn't we? We did for a club that hadn't been born. Can, can I just make a comment about, about two of the uh, West Brom players? Yes. Well, firstly, I thought their keeper, he, he was an 11. I mean, he was unbelievable. He did play out of world, didn't he, actually, yeah. to be it, fair. The, and he's not been, always been that good in the past, has he? But, but you know, he was, he was green, wasn't it? He was, he was, he was fantastic. Uh, and the other one is Berahino, who I don't think needed a shower after the game because I think he spent he, he watched nearly the whole game from he the did. circle in the centre mm. circle. Yeah, but he was he was completely under JT's mm. cosh, wasn't he? Well, he never touched under his wash, Jonathan. Under his which wash. Is, it's always cosh. 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 You probably wouldn't know it's an expression from which the other no, world. You know, it's no mean feat as well because Berahino's yeah. been fantastic. Yeah, this year. yeah. I mean, the bottom line was the first time he's played against a proper proper centre half. You know, JT and Cahill are immaculate. They are the immaculate conception. Yeah, yeah. Or something like that. Something like that. Um, I think the bottom line with that first half, particularly, I mean, it was a great start, and I think that's. I mean, Tell must have been absolutely wetting his knickers in in mm. in Southeast and Asia. He wouldn't have been saying they got to up the pace. No, because they were up and out. <laughs> they were up and out. I mean, it had a great tempo. I think the use of width was fantastic because if you are going to get a side that's going to defend yeah. deep, you've got to go round the side. Yeah. The speed of the passing and the interplay was just frightening. Matic never stopped and running. Matic, yeah, Matic, he didn't cover yeah. that whole pitch. He I was love the amazing. way that he comes back and just nicks the ball. Yeah. From, from when he's facing our goal, he just yeah. gets in and just flicks <laughs> it back. But it didn't Fabregas do something absolutely ridiculous, like the most passes in a yeah. Premier League game this yeah. season? Yeah, in the hunt in its hundreds, and, and, and I mean, most of them. As Jacaranda, yeah. as Jacaranda said on, uh, on on Mixer, she said Chess saying he'd never enjoyed playing a game so much yeah. as mm. that half first half. But that's a pretty amazing quote, really, isn't it? Yeah, he's played for Barcelona. Uh, 
who well, I know we hate them and, and they're rubbish against us, team, but uh, I wasn't thinking of them actually, smart. But I mean, you know, he's played he's played with Lionel Messi. You know, yeah. when he he's breaking new records every week, Fabregas. He is, isn't he? Every, every time I go into work, people are saying, you know, oh, he's yeah. he's done more done more assists than anyone else he's in the last five years. He's done more assists than assist from together, assist lands. Yeah. And he's playing the football of his life. He is. Mm-hmm. Sophie, what are they saying on Twitter, innit? Well, Steve Hadlow is the only one who's actually mentioned anything. However, well, by the way, can we just say to Steve, Steve, had I not told you to not come in tonight, <laughs> we would have been doing this on TV. So there we go. That's, oh, I know, but I was shame. told that Richard was coming in. You know, anyway, never well, mind. He just asked to be my friend on Facebook. Who has Steve? Yeah, He's a lovely sweet. bloke, Steve. Yeah. Anyway, so. He just sort of basically reiterated what you said, mentioned Fabregas, quote, best 45 minutes ever, better than Barca and Arsenal. Which How about this? Tribute to us. Andy Silverman, uh, you know, bless your heart, Andy, get well soon. He's just said on Mixler, attempted, this is Fabregas, attempted 155, I, I presume it's Fabregas, but 155 passes. Completed 140 out of 155. That's a 93% success rate. But out of 155 passes, that is outstanding, Mm. isn't it? Wow. Okay, I think... Can someone look up for me? What? When Fabregas was playing for that North London team... Who? Did did they they ever beat Chelsea when he was playing? Yes, once. Uh, once. Yeah, yeah. yeah. is it once? Three at one Christmas time. All right. right. I just thought it was a bit of, if you can't beat them, join them, you know? I mean, I dare I say it, uh, you know, that, that could turn out to be the buy. I mean, I know Costa's, you know, something else, but yeah. that, that buy in Fabregas, that was a master stroke, yeah. actually, because that was the missing ingredient, actually. I mean, it was obvious to say the missing ingredient was a striker that could score, but we didn't really have somebody who could link all that together. What are you saying about Lampard, then? Yeah, but I don't think Lampard was going to... I don't think Lampard actually now could be playing like Fabricus is now. No. They're different yeah, players. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, we play a different style. We play a different style. Right, now, uh, I just want to talk about the red card. I mean, it really was game over, wasn't it, after yeah. the red card? Was, oh, what, yeah, they shut the shop. Was they, it they a red card? Because, Mark, from where we are, I mean, I'm a bit further back than you. I, I, I wasn't sure it was a well, red card. It was the card. other end of the pitch. I, didn't mm. really I, I know why. Well, <coughs> you can't it, leave the ground like that. It's a red card. No. Can't leave the ground like that. I quite often leave the ground like that. <laughs> oh, you mean not on the pitch? Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. right, right, right. It, it was right down my end. My first reaction was it wasn't even a free kick because the guy got the ball. Um, and then watching it back on, on Match of the Day, and you see he's he's jumped up, and it and he's, it's not that his studs are up, it's that he's, he's sort of jumping onto his feet, and that's what mm. flipped him up in the air. So it, it, was a, it was a definite red card. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I'm, I'm inclined to agree because I don't want to sound like Robbie Savage, let alone look like him. True. <laughs> you know. What did he say it wasn't? Yeah, he, was, he got absolutely battered by Shearer. I mean, I only know this because I, 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 I basically got home too late to watch Match of the Day. Shocker. Woke up at four o'clock on that very sofa where you're sitting, Harry. Uh, check the stains. Uh, I woke up next to a half-eaten kebab. <laughs> And then, then I went to bed, and then I woke up too late to watch Match of the Day repeated. So I didn't actually watch Match of the Day until I got finally staggered back to Winchester on Sunday afternoon when I remembered that I'd recorded it on my... Oh, set clever. I know. But, at, but anyway, I, I digress. Bottom line is, Savage got battered by Alan Shearer, who almost punched him for being an Probably idiot. Probably not for the first time. Not for the first time. Um, bottom line, though, for us, uh, what, did, we, did we take our foot off the gas, or did, did um, as Jose actually intimated in the post-match... Presser, did uh, did West Brom uh, try very hard not to concede any more goals and therefore make it a bit difficult for us? Or what? What do you reckon, Charlie? I th- I think West Brom did quite well. Ten men actually. I mm. mean, people were saying the second half was a bit boring, but it was an absolute training exercise. The whole game was played in their final third. Mm. Plus, um, we had a few chances as well. That yeah. it slid slid past the on post. another day. Which Foster you know, saved yeah. well. I mean, the, the, the game, yeah. Foster not green. Yeah. 
the game was won in 20 minutes. Uh, I think Tuesday's game at Schalke is a, dece- a deceptively important game. It's a big match, that what, Robbie. What a, yeah, one of the best. One of the best things about Mourinho is he he absolutely knows when a game's won, and that you know. Very little chance of anything going wrong. I don't wrong. think he gave them any any direction to uh, to take the foot off the gas. I just no. think it it sort of happened because yeah. West Brom decided that they weren't actually going to make any effort. It was right. a damage limitation yeah. exercise. And, and they did, the game they was did over. That well, they did that well. Yeah. The game was over as a competition. Anyway, still played terrifically. Second yeah. half, yeah. it didn't stop so, us from. Yeah. I have to confess. Well. I have to confess. I did nearly doze off at one point in the second half. <laughs> yeah, likewise. <laughs> <laughs> Funnily enough, <laughs> I got my second win in the first half because I'd sobered I'm, up a bit. In the first oh, half? I'm, I'm, I'm glad the second, second, third win in the second half. I got my sec- second win <laughs> in the second half. No, it was the oh, third right. win. Because I, was, I had sobered up by then a little bit. <laughs> um, I, I just pick up on Charlie's point, actually, because I think that's, that's absolutely spot on. And, and it's about game management. And, you know, I know that a lot of us would... Uh, always like to see Chelsea win 10-0. Cheltel springs to mind. He was a great advocate of, of that. But actually, you know, he's right. Bearing in mind we've got Schalke tomorrow night, and that is a big game, and they are no mugs at home, and Robbie will be seriously out to prove mm. a point. Mm. Um, to be able to strolling mm. through that uh, second <laughs> half, I think is... I was wondering if that was going to make an appearance. Patty, yeah, Patty but, but didn't I, it? I, I and actually, it was a very good manang, 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 yeah. wasn't it, really, Ross? For those of you who can understand that. Absolutely. I'm getting blank Manon. looks from Manon. some people. Manon. <laughs> What's manang, Sophie? All will, be reve- all will be revealed later. Okay. But, right. but I don't think we did stroll through it, because we didn't just spend all the time in our own half. But we were in total passing control. Passing the ball to each other. We were just completely... In- we yeah. still had lots of chances. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, I, I agree. We still created Another chances. day we would have won 10 nil. Foster had a worldie, you know. But, but I don't think we had to really exert ourselves... Uh, you know, much beyond sixty minutes, which is great actually, considering we've got a big match tomorrow do you, night. Do you remember we had Nigel Seeley on on the show a couple I of do. years ago? And he said because um, he was talking about Jose. In fact, it was last season. He was talking about Jose coming back, and he was talking about odds as he, you know, as, as we had him on for. And one of the things he said was, if you're betting on a Chelsea team or in football in general, really, but especially Chelsea with Jose, always bet on one nil or two nil. And that that you know that's mm. that's kind of what's not happening bad. this mm. year. Yeah. I like Unless over away Everton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sophie, what are they saying on Twitter? Not a lot, darling. Not a lot? No. Talk I to need, them. I need Mixler. Would you like Mixler? Yeah, well, it's where everybody's got the chat today. Would you like to... I don't think um, there's many people on Twitter are... Would you like to do... it? Well, I'll tell you what we can do. In a minute, when we go to the break, you can sit Switch. here and I'll sit there. How does that sound? Love it. All right. I think it was the most comprehensive 2-0 battering of a, of, of a visiting side since one against Villa about three, four years, seasons ago. Do you remember that one? I do. It's only two 0 yeah. but we absolutely played them off the park. It's funny, isn't it? Because we, we're talking about, and, and I think there is no doubt, and and it has been, you know, I mean, because I was so battered on Saturday, I, I was quite surprised to wake up on Sunday and hear all these people saying, "This is the best Chelsea you've ever played." They're amazing, and everywhere it was, and I say, "I know I was pissed, but did I really miss that much?" <laughs> you know. But actually, I mean, if you remember, I mean, you remember the time when 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 Carlo was in charge, mm. the double season when we were banging mm. eight goals past mm. people regularly. I mean, mm. that was pretty good, wasn't it? That mm. that was more that was more kind of sheer power football, direct, and, that, and the it? fact that mm. that season we took such a high percentage of chances as well. Mm. It kind of it was like it was perfect football in the sense of killing teams mm. off, but in terms of that sort of creative, fast-paced... Just, just to move it along, style, just yeah. to move it along, Ross, and then the kind of last couple of minutes that we've got of this. Um, what I really like, and what Jose keeps coming out with after every game, like a mantra at the moment, is that he's stilling in them and us that this side has won absolutely nothing yet. They may be 
you know, playing beautiful football and the rest of it. But what I, what I really like about it is, you know, the, the reality is that they a lot of those players haven't won anything with Chelsea. The reality is a lot of them are quite young. You know, the reality is that we, we are coming out of a transition. Um, but what he seems to have done with that side is he's, he's given them a real hunger and there's a real sense that they have to go out and get the job done. It's incredibly professional. And do you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me, actually, with what he did with the 2004-05 side, who hadn't really won anything, who were actually quite young, uh, and didn't know how to go and win things. And he kind of taught them how to do that. And I, and I get the feeling that he's doing the same with this team. Discuss. Seems like, to me, whether like he's drilled into the head that whether we're even 20 points clear, you still have to win the game. Yeah, and by a lot, and you still have to play exceptionally well, no matter what. So that's the difference between this season and last season, I think. I think absolutely. I think that's exactly what he's doing, safe. And I, I you know, he, he, it, it's a look, guys. It, you can. I love you playing beautiful football, but you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna stand the test of time, then you need to win stuff. Yeah. You need yeah. to win a championship. You need to win a cup. It takes an incredible manager to do that. I mean, um, Pep Guardiola at Bayern last season, you know, they were out of sight in the Bundesliga and they suffered from the fact that the players just couldn't get up because they weren't, you know, they were winning so easily every week. They weren't really prepared yeah. to, to compete in the Champions League. Mm. It marks Jose out as such a such an incredible Supreme, manager. Supreme, isn't he, Ross? Every single game, even, you know, against lesser opponents, home or away, he manages to motivate them each time. And, you know, mm. there's only so many speeches he can give, but the ones, you know... But he doesn't give the pre-match talk, does he? Does he not? One of the players. Matic did it yeah. the other way. I tell you what, did it for do, you know what, do you know what really frightens me, though? <laughs> I, I don't think we've actually really got out of second gear this season. I mean, no. Other than the first half yesterday. No, I don't think it's so much better. But I, I think they found that really easy, actually, Jonathan. No, I don't think they were trying of, that That kind hard. of is that top speed where it's almost effortless. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like last season, and even the season before that, like there'll be like certain games, especially against like the lesser teams, when I just, I'd always have that like worrying feeling when I went to watch a game, or whether it's TV or live. But I don't have that this I, season. I still have it. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> but you cry. If it's too much. Breaking news. Feeling it's all going to fall apart. No, no, no. Breaking not news. This breaking news. Villa are beating Southampton one 0 at half time. Oh, so if it stays like that, we are seven points clear. Is yeah. that good? Yeah, very. Is that good though? It's very good. Clear? It's so good. That I'm going to celebrate mm. Martin by having an official competition. Shush. Talking in the ranks. Talking in the ranks. Ross was just saying you need another 20 years of winning football before it changes that feeling that it might all fall apart. I don't think it'll ever happen. I think you're past that. I am past <laughs> yeah. that. Not past it, but if past you ever, that. If you ever right, enough, that. enough. Competition time. Um, we have another, another Campo Retro competition, uh, and this time it is to win um, a fantastic retro Chelsea shirt, any particular shirt you like. Uh, if you were watching this on TV, then it would be a Franco Zola circa 1997 shirt, but we're not, so you can't. But to enter this fabulous competition, all you have to do is email the answer to the following question to... I know this question. Don't answer it, so okay. Don't. Uh, anyway, uh, you can enter it. I won't, tell them that, I won't tell them that you're on the show. Anyway, to enter, just email the answer to the following question to competitions at camporetro.com I shall say that again for the hard of thinking competitions at camporetro.com and the question is in what year were Chelsea founded 
Please sir, me sir, I know. No, you're not allowed to answer it, Smart. So there we go. Answer that to that uh, email address and you might get a chance to win. Now, all the entries, this is really good, every single entry. So if you email all that, and even if you're really retarded and you don't know the answer, it, you can email it, you know. <laughs> well, am I not allowed to say things like that? No. Oh, it's 2014. Who cares? Anyway, the bo- if you're not very bright, all right, is that better, Ross? Okay, if you're a Tottenham fan, if you're a Tottenham fan, why would you know the, well, exactly. uh, the year the club was founded? Anyway, if you're not very bright or drunk, okay, let's say, okay, I'll start again. If you're really battered like I was on Saturday, because <laughs> there can't be too many people yet to be discovered in the Amazon rainforest who were as battered as I was on Saturday. Drink. Drink. So uh, then all you have to do, if you can answer it and get the question completely wrong, because you're so blitzed, but if you do, you will still get... Uh, five pound off voucher as a thank you for entering. How about that? That's really nice. Isn't that lovely? I got an email. Sorry. You know, because I just I bought one of those uh, Campo red shirts, and it's excellent. I find I find them rather Campo, actually. Rather what Campo? Rather Campo, but that's all right. Anyway, we've got to go to a break. We'll be back in a second, and uh, we will be talking about. Oh, hang on, Jack Aranda. I'll I'll, I'll say that again because you're apparently you were buffering. So, okay, the question is, what year were Chelsea founded? Email the answer to competitions at camporetro.com. After the break, we will be revealing the winners and losers in the fannies for our match awards for the West Brom game. See you in a second. For the latest opinions and news, check out the Football Fancast forum and blogs. Read what your fellow fans have to say and join in the banter. Right, we are back. Welcome back. I am Stanford Chidge, and you are listening, hopefully live on Mixler, and so probably tomorrow as a podcast on SoundCloud to the Chelsea Fancast. <laughs> and this, of course, is... Uh, I mean, this is something that we've been doing, actually, not for three... I don't know, when, when did I invent the fannies? Uh... It was oh, a couple of years it, into it. Was it? it? Yeah. yeah, they took a couple of years to get get a bit of fanny. That's usually about my my so, scale. What did you talk about before then? Before the fannies, because that's an integral wanting part. to get fannies. Oh, really? Probably. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway, the fannies is a very popular part of the show. Apparently, I like doing it. Anyway, we we usually start off with the man of the match. So who am I to disagree with that concept? So we have as nominations we have Eden Hazard, we have Chesk Fabregas. And we have Oscar. And as I said on the website, pick one out of those three. Pick I mean, I mean, Hazard got got a goal, so I probably would say he edged it a bit. But mm. blimey, what do you reckon, Charlie? It's so hard. I think you know. You say pick one of three. I think it could oh, be God. pick one of seven or something. Well, there is that. But I, well, I, I think it's pick one of eleven. Really. Yeah, 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 probably. Matic was that stuff. Matic, I think, absolutely. He, he, I said earlier, he he was all over that pitch. He never stopped mm. running. He was brilliant. It's been the he case. allowed those three. To do yeah. what they did. It's been the case all season, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, I, I agree with you, Chidge, I think, because he got the goal and because he was so spectacular as he has been through the whole year, I think Hazard deserves it. Mm. You, so you're, you're going to go for Hazard? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, nice one. Ross? Um, I mean, you've got to say Hazard was outstanding, as, as was Fabregas, but I think to play like that, you need the number 10 to play phenomenally well, to, to link it all together, and Oscar did exactly that. So I'm going to go with Oscar. And he had a shot that only just was saved as well, didn't he? Mm. So, uh, yeah. mm. so two for Hazard, uh, Jonathan. No, I'm I'm voting Oscar. Oh, sorry, Oscar. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to rig the vote. Well, uh, so Hazard, Oscar, Jonathan. And Fabregas doesn't even make it in there. Well, he's got you know he's, he's one, one of the, the three. three. Oh, he's in the middle. Hazard, yeah, Fabregas, yeah, yeah, and Oscar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Going, yeah. I keep thinking of all of them. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
Um, but a hazard for me. Hazard for you. Edin, as the Edin. man insists on calling him on the um, uh, on the tannoy. Yeah, did you remember that, hear that guy after the goal, the Diego Costa goal? He goes, yeah, but Diego! Diego! He yeah. basically tried to sing it and got it all wrong. Yeah, yeah. I should have voted for that as a salary so moment. The people I, where I sat went... Yeah. Uh, Costa. Costa. Yeah. And, then, and then one of you woke up and said, yes, I'll have a coffee too. Thank you. <laughs> you know, we know what you're like. Where was your butler on Saturday? Thank you. Uh, uh, he sat in my seat. I didn't Did watch, he? I didn't watch the game. <laughs> I, mean, I know, I know it's... Com- Jonathan, yeah. I know... I, know <laughs> I don't see it. He just gives me tips. I know, this is, I know this is like very not allowed for the Chelsea fan cast and we will now lose the three out of the seven people who listen to the show. Um, but you know in Downton Abbey... Oh, which we're not supposed to watch, uh, but you know um, uh, Maggie Smith's butler. Yes, it's, it's, is, is that like your butler? Yeah, yeah he's a miserable similar. old scrot, yeah, isn't he? Is, yeah. uh, is that what your butler's like? You know him. Is that what your butler's like? No, he's he's posher than that. Is he? Because yeah. my my imagination says that your butler's also a miserable old scrot. No, he's a Geordie, the one in Downton. He's yours more of a. But I don't know, my lady. You know. I'm not working with that other me. Anyway, so moving swiftly along. So you're going for Eden Wizard. Yes, Eden. Eden Azar. Dr. Smart. (laughs) I find it incredibly hard, as I said, to pick anybody. Least of all one of those three, because I I couldn't fault any of them. I know, it's hard, isn't it? Uh, And uh, the one I would have picked... Uh, the the nomination panel, he didn't actually make, make those three. But of those three, I guess... Well, not grudgingly, but if I have to pick one, it's going to have to be Hazard. Okay, so, I mean, as, as a matter of fact, I'm going to reveal what I picked in a minute when I spoke to the lovely Sophie. Well, I actually wasn't at the game on Saturday, I'm very upset about. But I would say, um, and I, I'll just go with Hazard just because he got the goal, so. Good for you. That'll be my vote. See, I like your logic there, Sophie, because actually that's exactly what I've, I've done. I mean, I gave him nine in the ratings and the others got eight. Mm. Somebody ought to get a copy for Sophie. Somebody ought to have recorded it on uh, Chelsea, I know. Chelsea TV. Well, then what, did you not it. watch it at all? No, I was very busy at the Were weekend, you? unfortunately, busy. with work. But... Okay. Um, I will try and catch up. Yeah, I think it sounds like I've missed a very, very. You very kind of game. need to really to yeah, do at least the show. Watch the, watch you the know. first half hour. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think actually, do you know what? I, we're being a bit naughty. We should cut Sophie some slack. How many of us around the table are going to see Schalke play tomorrow? None of you. Uh, no. None of you. Uh, who are you going, Sophie? I am. I'm well, leaving. there you I'm go. I'm literally leaving. What, it's 9 o'clock yeah, now in about four point. hours' time. So there we go. So Sophie's going to Europe away and none of us are. So I think we can cut her a bit of slack. Thank Absolutely. you. Okay, now I have voted for Eden Hazard because I did give him nine in the ratings. And I think, like Sophie said, I think he only just about edges the other two because he got that goal. So there we go. So what do the punters vote for, Sophie? Well, it seems that... It seems like every time I'm on here that everyone just loves Matic every single time. So Matic and why not? Yeah. Oh, the vote. I yeah. thought you were talking You've about got the, the results up there. The mixlers. Okay, so in reverse order, Cesc Fabregas, sixteen percent. Mm-hmm. Oscar, twenty-five percent. Mm-hmm. Eden Hazard wins with fifty-nine percent. Fifty-nine percent. Yeah, yeah. Up to hundred. So you can fool some of the people some of the time, but you can't fool all of the people all of the time. Somebody famous once said, However, "Right, everyone oh, on Mixler oh, oh, is saying Matic." Are they? But they always say Matic every Oscar, week. I know. Such that's a, what I mean. Such a sensible audience. I reckon they. I reckon Matic pays them all to say <laughs> yeah, it. Actually. Yeah, anyway, yeah. right. Okay. Chant of the match. This is quite interesting because, of course, you know, uh, so this is the first match after Jose, you know, slagged the fans off a bit for being a bit pathetic. And uh, but I, as I did say to Tim at the SGM on Saturday night, I said that. The atmosphere was much better only because Tim Rolls was quoted so widely in the media as saying, oh, I think that the atmosphere will be really good on Saturday and the Chelsea supporters will do their best. You know. it, it could, dib, 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 dob, dob, dob. 
Good old sausage. It's good old sausage. That's it right. faded away a bit in the second half, though. Yeah. <laughs> so as did I, in fact, Jonathan. As did, as did I. I'm um, just, just going to say it could turn out that Jose's Jose's comments. Yeah, you know, a couple of weeks ago, could actually be a really pivotal point. Catalyst, mate. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. bringing in, bringing in standing, Will bringing it? in atmosphere, changing the club's yeah. attitude. Totally. It, it's brought the discussion into the national yeah, media in a massive way. As Bring, I said in my in blog league. about three weeks ago, in fact, I'm yeah. not convinced that safe standing will be allowed anywhere in yeah. England until there's a, the yeah. government are involved. No, you're right. It, there needs to be a huge amount of pressure. Yeah. We're going to talk about that actually in the next part. Oh, Funnily enough, we That's are. Very good. So let's drop the atmosphere subject for a little bit and uh, concentrate on the chance. Now, what I went for, um, what what I really liked actually, two are from the shed end. Ross will be happy. Uh, I really enjoyed hearing "We're the middle, we're the middle, we're the middle of the shed." I like that one. We're the yeah. white wall. We're the white wall. We're the white wall. Did you hear East Stand, East Stand, give us a song? Yeah, but I didn't yes. hear anything back. I, I was the only no. one. No. Yeah. You mean uh, your butler? You and your butler? Yeah. I didn't sing. I mind. Oh, but okay. Nonetheless, I stood <laughs> well, that would be why. Um, anyway, We're the Middle of the Shed. Lovely old song. It always reminds me of the soap bar. We're the Borgen, we're the Borgen, we're the Borgen. Not the soap. Of the soap. Yeah. But the thing is, I mean, the Shed do that pretty well these days. Thank you, Ross. You're welcome. But uh, this bit that seems to have been forgotten, that all the Matthew Harding people should know, really, is the other bit, which goes, with an all-stand, with an all-stand, with an all-stand, not the shed. Yeah, exactly. That, they that, do. That's, that's yeah, well, that's what we should fall, do. Falling away that's in the what sand we should yeah. do. Oh, yes. When they're doing yeah, that, yeah, we yes. should be getting up saying, with an all-stand, with an all-stand, with an all-stand, not the shed. That's exactly what I sang under my breath. Oh, mm. bless you, Jonathan. Yeah. We, we heard a, a shed and shed and give us a song from the Matthew Harding, and yeah. we, we got really angry about that, because we were the ones making the noise. Well, I think, to be fair, Ross, you are, and and. And, and, and this is reflected in what uh, I've nominated because I've gone for the we're in the middle of the shed. I've also gone for oh, when the blues go steaming in, which I which heard is the end hugely. of the end of zigzagger. I didn't hear the zigzagger oddly, but I did hear that. Everybody joined in for that. And I, I've By the way, apologies that. to everyone who sits in the Matthew Hardy. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. We know where you live, Ross. We'll send the boys round. Uh, but there was one from the Matthew Harding end which I thought was quite funny and, and I thought it was great all you can round. rely on the Matthew Harding end unlike the Shed the Shed are a bit, bit kind of straight in other words they sing good songs a lot of songs blah 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 but you get more humour I think from the Matthew Harding end uh, I and think you find we came up with the whole pigeon chance a couple of seasons yeah, ago but yeah. I, I don't remember anybody really singing that I mean that was just you Ross and a couple of mates probably Dan Banks wasn't it on a basic anyway. level there were two fantastic carefrees at the beginning there were yeah, I was, really was, was going to mention that. Around the ground. I mean the full, atmosphere full was stands, really good yeah. do you know what I've, I'm just to go off the point a bit I mean you know there was a huge amount of stuff Twitter Facebook, even the press were going on saying how much of a racket we made on this. Yeah, so those carefrees were as loud as anything I've heard there for yeah. a few yeah. seasons. They really oh, were. Anyway, look, moving on, because we, 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 I know some of you got to go soon. Anyway, the last one is uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought the Matthew Harding were quite funny with Jose, Jose, give us a song. Well, they've been around yeah. all three stands, yeah. so that they thought they yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. 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 So, quite, Charlie, are you going to vote for? I think Jose, Jose, give us a song. Nice and topical. Okay. It was it was noticeably better than than QPR and that has been for a while. So yeah, you like Jose Jose give us a song. Yeah, absolutely. Sophie. I'm going to go for we're the middle of the shed because I like that one. Yeah, are you in the middle of the shed? I am. Well, I'm. We're the west side. You're the west side. We're the west side of the shed. shed. Yeah, we're the west side. You're the west side. You're going to sing it for us. North east south. Yeah, we are the west side of the shed. You're going to sing it for us. <laughs> no. Come on, Sophie. Don't be shy. 
Darling, don't worry. There'll be a few videos which I'm sure you can. We're gonna, we're gonna, you can oi, show next we're week. gonna open a bottle of champagne. Exactly, we're yeah. gonna open a bottle of champagne. I bet you. I, I've heard you about your track record. Couple of drinks and you'll no, be singing. No, it's the red wine which is behind me, which Dan Bangs gets me on. I don't think I can. That I, will that's not be Sarah's. I bet not open that. But there is, there is more. I th- I'll get, I'm gonna find some booze. Of real juice. Well, look, you know, if I end up in a casino around like 4 a.m. in Germany on my flights at six, that yeah. they don't have many. You know, Gills and Kirkens a bit like Croydon. Sorry to disappoint mm. you. Gelson Don't you worry, there'll be a casino. It is called Gelson Croydon, in fact. There'll be a casino. Anyway, so you're going for We're the we're Middle of the, the shed. shed. Charlie's going for Jose Jose, give us a song. Ross? We're the West Side of the Shed. Jonathan? Middle, middle, middle tier of the East End. Martin? I'll go for Jose Jose. You like that? I, I'm going for We're the Middle of the Shed because I haven't heard it for a long time and I really like that. You missed what I said. Then. You said I'm in the middle of the East here. Middle, middle yes, tier I did of the East here. End. I know, I did hear it. No, because it I, doesn't scan. It doesn't exist. No, it exactly. Almost, no, 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 no. It was. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> in the old days, we used to have a tumbleweed effect. Yeah. <laughs> but I gave up with the effects. I didn't need it because the boys would just go. Yeah, for goodness sake. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, can I vote properly? Then? Yeah, you can. Uh, I, I like the Jose one. You like the Jose yeah, one? I love the way he, just, he always goes, a sort of camp. It's just witty and it's he's top. Quite camp. <laughs> Dan and Derry and Charlie. Yeah, yeah, Jose. Jose. Yeah, yeah. I bet that's one. Are you all right? Do you need some Lemsit? No, no. Good, I'm all right. right. <laughs> okay. Are we ready for champagne. the results? Yeah, we're ready for the results, Soph. And some champagne. <laughs> Ross, you sort that. I'll do the results. Right, so we're the middle of the shed, 12%. Which is ridiculous. Mm. Oh, when the blues, twenty six percent. But Joe say, Joe say, give us a song, sixty two percent. Wow, yeah, yeah, they like a bit of humour. They like a bit of humour. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Guinness moment. Uh, somebody, I don't know. Forgive me. I don't know who it was on Twitter who, who tweeted me this or or, or uh, Facebooked me and said it or whatever. But um, like the man of the match. I mean, there were so many potential Guinness moments. It's not true, and I feel terrible. I mean, for example, what, one of the ones I haven't included was Matic when he did that run and, and got into all sorts of trouble and then got out of trouble with a back heel. I mean, that hasn't made the cut. I mean, you know, and there are loads like that. But what has made the cut is this, in no particular order. Um, there was a Hazard uh, back heel to Oscar, first half, ha- Hazard's on the touchline and somebody plays the ball to him and in one deliciously exquisite movement, he just kind of back heels or back flicks the ball on to ha- to Oscar, who then went on a run, mm. and it was, I, I did actually generally go oh at that moment. It did. Uh, I did that quite a few times in that first. But time. that had nothing to do with the football smart. Uh, I found the whole of the first half. I was permanently. Yeah. yeah. It was, oh. Oh. I know. But it was, wasn't it? It was. And that's that is the definition of a Guinness moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the second nomination is for Oscar's shot with his the outside of his right foot. Mm, yeah. Which I just, oh yeah, man, great, yeah. if that had gone in, that would have been the gold season. I mean, Foster made a brilliant save, to be fair. But, he got an 11, yeah. But I have to say, that was, that, I, did, I definitely, oh, for that. Uh, and the last one was just, you know, this was not just one moment of, oh, it was like eight in about a, a nanosecond. But basically, Fabregas was right on our goal line, in all sorts of trouble. And then he got out of trouble by playing this incredibly quick, fast interplay with Oscar, and I, yes. I, I can't Ooh. remember who else. Yes, yes, yes. yeah. But yeah, it was a hazard, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. But the ball pinged around like it was like pinball. Yeah, it was incredible. It was like pinball, wasn't yeah. it? It's fantastic. It's right in front of me. It's that was yeah. amazing. Yeah. I, I have personally voted for that because yeah. I, 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 I went ooh yeah. about seven times. Yeah. And I had to go and lie down afterwards and have a cigarette. <laughs> you know, it was mental. So there you go. What are you going to go for, Jonathan? I'm going for exactly that. You are going I for that. I stood up and clapped. Was Did you? Told, was told to sit down. Sit down. <laughs> yeah. Really? Well, he started the crowd doing the LAs, didn't he? Oh, you did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to go for that too? I'm going to go for that, definitely. Right. Yeah. Ross? 
What is the nomination for uh, for the second goal, the first one? No, no, right. we didn't vote for any of the goals. I, yeah, I don't remember any of those things. You don't remember any of those things? <laughs> and I thought I was battered. <laughs> Ross is going to abstain. Probably a good thing. Charlie? Uh, that Fabregas Oscar yeah. thing. Sublime. What do you reckon, Soph? I'm going to go for Oscars. No, really? Just <laughs> because Oscars I think that's... What? You like Oscar, you don't you? <laughs> Sophie, Oscars what? What are no, you going for? I'm talking about the football. Yes, I know. Which no, bit? but you just said it would have, been, would have been goal of the season if it had gone in. If it had gone so in. I'm going, well, I'll I'll tell you, it, it would have. You remember that goal, his debut goal against Juventus? Yes. Right? Oh, I love if it had gone in... turned pillow inside out. If it had gone in, it would have been better than that. Do you mean halfway mark? No, 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 no. He basically was just outside just the penalty and he turned. I remember, yeah. If this goal had gone in it would have so been better than that what's the one from that. the halfway line that was my favourite Oscar from the halfway line yeah. no never happened Cundy from the halfway line maybe Frank Upton from the halfway line Frank Upton from the halfway line everyone told him to shoot and he did it was Champions League Chat- Harry Chat- Baker knows you went oh no that was no I know that one alright okay enough 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 what's the result Soph here we go then so the results are in and Hazard's back heel flick to Oscar it gets 29% Oscar's shot with the outside of his right foot, 33%. Mm. And interplay between Fabregas and Oscar in our penalty area, 38%. Wow. So so the interplay won. Good. Mm -hmm. I'm happy with that. All right, last but by no means least. And I have to say, this is a bit of a kind of, again, probably because I was a bit battered, but it's a bit of a a deflating celery moment nominations this week. (laughs) The celery's been in the fridge for about Mm. a week and it's gone a bit floppy, I think, this week. That's the celery, Ross. Celery, okay. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, thanks for laughing, Sophie. It does it does encourage me, unfortunately. Anyway, so the first the first celery nomination goes to Jose for apologising to the supporters uh, for coating him off the other week. And I thought, well, fair play, mate, because we did turn up, and it takes a big man to apologise. Mm-hmm. Where did he apologise? In the post match press conference. What did he say? What were his exact words? He said, uh, uh, you know, I know that they pay me uh, pay me to do my job and not to criticise them or something like that. Oh, I'm not very good go. at doing Jose input. <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> 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 Actually, I thought it was decent. You sound French. I immediately thought I'm in the presence of Jose. Well, how about, wait, yeah. well, you feel that anyway when I'm here. Yeah, I oh, do. <laughs> not often are you well, here as well. Somebody great. Oh, Jonathan, yeah. Jonathan. He's, you're now back in my good books. You're now my favourite podcast. Yeah, you're now my favourite podcast again. Um, but no, I thought that was fair enough, you know, and it was really big of him to do that, and, and, and I like him for that. Uh, now, a bit contentious, and actually... Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18+, plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you follow a big team like Chelsea, one of the most frustrating things is not being able to get a ticket for the match, especially when it's away and not live on TV in the UK. What can you do? Get updates from your mates? Follow online commentary? Listen to the radio? Let's face it, it's not the same as actually watching the match live, is it? NordVPN have the solution to every football supporter's match day problems when they can't watch the match live. NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. It's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, 
go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Here's the thing. When I was when we were going to do this on TV, the reason I went for this Costa flag, which was Diego Costa, the governor, right, was because yeah. that's the only photograph I had. Mm. But actually, quite rightly, was CFC, who we all yeah. know on Twitter, yeah. I think he has the definitive Costa flag, which is the one where he looks like he's taking a shit. <laughs> and, by going into bat I'm going to the bog you're, you're coming, coming with me, me. That, that one you know which, le- <laughs> went, which led to a whole load of Twitter hilarity on Friday night when everybody what I love about Twitter on Friday night particularly with the people that I follow is they're clearly bored stupid on a Friday night so they'll just latch onto anything stupid and the, some of the stuff that was uh, Rob UK UX Soul Patrol absolutely just had me stitches they were coming out with various versions of the I'm going into battle, you're coming with me. You know, that kind of stuff. But That, I think, is the definitive Costa Banner, but I actually really meant the other one, but I don't care. We'll have a combined Costa Banner and flag, whatever you, and yeah, all right. Uh, now, the last one, I think, is actually genuinely a celery moment. I was delighted that I caught this on Match of the Day 2 last night. I actually had nominated before I'd seen Match of the Day 2, but even Match of the Day 2 thought this was funny when uh, West Brom, who I think had one shot on target in the whole game, had a free kick uh, outside the penalty area, which was a bona fide chance for them to hurl one of their great big hairy ass defenders up to maybe get a set piece. And what does the bloke do? He fires the free kick uh, almost into the back of the shed end. And I, I, I always makes me. I, I laughed at the time when I saw that. Wasn't he the same bloke whose shot went out for a throw in? Yeah, Chris probably. Brunt, wasn't it? Was it Chris Brunt? I bet that's what they were calling is him that, in the is dressing that, room. Is that a, a malapropism? <laughs> he took the brunt of it. <laughs> Quality. Missing the podcast days. Man. Oh, it's good to have you back, Ross. There you go. But I mean, I always laugh at stuff like and that. I agree. And I, and I did laugh out loud when, Do you when remember it happened. Alonso, when he first played for Liverpool, did exactly that as well. All he did was take free kicks that ended uh, up in the shed. It always reminds me of Jimmy. Jimmy used to do that a lot for us, didn't he? He did it against us. Yeah. And he did, yeah, and, he, and, he, and he laughed himself. Yeah, he did. You know? From Middlesbrough, he yeah, literally I love, hit, a, I love hit the Jimmy. roof for the I, 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 mean, I would love to, in about 100 years' time, see Jimmy come back and manage us because of the comedy value. It'd be just wonderful, wouldn't it? He did all right, didn't he, for Burton in his first match the other week? He's won two in a yeah. row. First yeah, two. Stuff. Yeah. We, mu- we must move on because I'm rabbiting and I'm conscious of the fact you have to go home. I am gonna, I'm going to go for that, actually, the West Brom free kick, because it genuinely made me laugh. Charlie? Um, I think... Whether, which one we're talking about I don't know but the, the Diego Costa flag because everyone's you know it's almost like we've kind of forgotten how good he is because everyone's been talking about Matic and Hazard and everyone he's been an, an incredible <laughs> signing it's great to see so great. I'm taking a shit you're coming yeah that me. one yeah, yeah good fun I think so definitely. yeah I'm going for that okay Sophie I'm going to go for Jose apologising to okay. his supporters yeah that's proper Charles fan. isn't it that's fair yeah, enough that's proper like Charles that. Ross I did. I did let out a massive. Even that <laughs> did you catch it? I mean, it was kind of angry. No, 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 it, 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 it more hit the security it? box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny though. No, you've got to go for the Costa Banner. Costa Banner. Yeah, I'm going for the uh, for the free kick. It Are was you? One Good of the man. worst free kicks I've it ever seen. It was hilarious, <laughs> and we genuinely both <laughs> laughed. We at laughed. The time. I did yeah. laugh. I not only laughed, I jeered. <laughs> well done. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that one. Yeah, it's a shame you're not watching that on TV. You'd have enjoyed that. Smart. I, I I would go for the free kick, but it's it's not Chelsea, is it? So so you're not. Who do you think you are? Chelsea. It was high comedy, but it's not Chelsea. It's comedy. So no, I'm going to go for the go for the Costa flag, but not not the governor one because the governor was actually Lenny McLean, who was a bare knuckle fighter. Yeah. 
Oh, it's yeah. overcomplicating it. Yeah. So I can't do that. But Just I do the other one. one. But do the other one. I go into back looking because the interview that that came from was brilliant. Did yeah, you see? I, I know. I know. Right. So what the results? So the results are in, and the Diego Costa flag gets twenty two percent. What? The West Brom free kick going into row said gets twenty eight percent, and Jose apologising to the supporters gets fifty percent, which is good. So who won? Jo- Jose. Yeah, Jose yeah. wins. I knew they'd go for that. Jose always wins. Yeah. All right. Okay. Now, before we go to a very quick break, where I'm going to possibly get some champagne, uh, I have to tell you that the new issue of CFC UK, Ari up, it's only a pound, is out now. And it is available at home games uh, and from the CFC UK store opposite Fulham Broadway Tube. And, of course, it'll probably be available tomorrow in Schalke. In fact, I suspect that a certain he who must not be named will be taking a photograph of the lovely, delightful Sophie holding up an issue of CFC UK tomorrow night. Oh, yes, hopefully, yeah. yeah. He gave me a mention this week. So. He did. He got Chelsea's number one babe. That's what he said, yeah. Oh no, I love him. Oh, we love him. Don't Everybody get us wrong. Him. We love him. He was. He, he started this. Yeah, he was. He's he really good. Really but it wouldn't good. be the same if I didn't have a. He's, you know. He actually did a really good photograph of me as he well. He did. I've got it. I was going to put it up tonight on the show. I was going to put it up on the show, but we're not on telly, so oh. I can't. And as I walked out of the ground on, on Saturday, there was he who must not be named standing. I don't know what he was standing on, but he was standing up above the crowd, selling his fanzines, and they were all singing. They were singing. It's only a pound, but it wasn't the usual no. tune. It's yeah. only a pound. It's only a pound. Hurry up. It's, it's only a pound. That was it, yeah. Right. It's two euros. It's two euros. <laughs> it's two euros in uh, put in any European in city. Yeah. Right. Now, if you can't get it there uh, at the ground or at the store, you can always get it digitally by subscribing online at cfcuk.net. Now, after the break, we are going to have a look back at what's uh, been getting you all hot under the collar with Chelsea over the last week. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Oh, yes! Footballfancast.com. Right, welcome back. I am Stanford Chidge, and you are listening to the Chelsea Fancast, the 300th edition. I should. Hooray! Yes, I should retire, I think. Or something like that. Anyway, um,. It kind of occurred to me that we didn't have a, a second game this week, so it was kind of a good chance to not only talk about what's been bubbling around in the last week or two, um, but also it's a, it's a good chance for us to kind of wander a little bit down memory lane as it's our 300th show, but we'll get on to that in a minute. But the first thing I want to talk about very, very briefly is that we had the Chelsea Supporters Trust uh, SGM on Saturday after the match, and I think it was uh, overall it was a good meeting, wasn't it, Ross? Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, we, we had... Uh... Big turnout. In fact, apart from the launch meeting, I think that was the biggest turnout we've ever had, including the AGMs we've had. Yeah, helped I think significantly by the fact that a it was in the Fimbra, which I think is a good, a good venue, and also that we had Rick Glanville doing the Q and A on the history, great Q and A, which is really really good. But I mean, the headline, the headlines of it really are that. you know, we're we're getting a lot of profile. We're, we're we're doing really really well with our press and media exposure at the moment, which I think is helping us to drive a lot of significant issues like atmosphere, the 39th game, safe standing, that kind of thing. Um, but also, we released the member survey, the results of the member survey that we held in the summer, and uh, luckily, they also basically were four square behind what we've been saying about the atmosphere, safe standing, lower ticket prices. 
uh, getting more of the youth into games and that kind of thing. And I think basically the only other thing I would say is that it's also helping things like doing the survey are helping us get greater access to those that run the club so that we can take our case to them and hopefully get them to come round to our way of thinking. Are the club taking it serious? Yes, they are, Jonathan. They really are. Um, we're, I mean, I'm going off, funnily enough, for we have you know several meetings with them during the year and myself, Tim and Cliff Orgo will be seeing them in a couple of meetings. So who do you uh, speak to when you go? Um, it depends. I mean, I've not been to one of these meetings before. I, I, I know we'll be meeting Graham, who heads the ticketing, and he was also kind of the supporter liaison guy. But you usually get, you know, you might get somebody like Steve Atkins there or Chris... Alexander, who's the finance director, you, you know, who, Bruce Buckbait, maybe there. I, it depends. I don't know. But we've got really good access at the club. They're taking us seriously. And I think that they're taking us seriously because they know that we're democratic. They know, they know we've got a membership behind us. And they know that we seek their opinion through things like the member survey. So it's really helping. So there you go. Good stuff. Yeah, we're going from, I think we're straight to strength. We're going from strength we to strength. We are indeed. Now, um, as I said, we, we discussed the atmosphere issue a couple of weeks ago, but we never really had much time to, to do it justice. Actually, ironically, I don't think we will tonight either. But um, I'm actually, do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna like ditch that because we've done that, and actually, I'm not going to give it more time yeah, than we, we gave it last it, we time. We covered it earlier, but we didn't. Mm. Well, I don't think we're going to give it more time than we gave it last time. But what I will say is that if you are interested in it and uh, and you are interested in seeing safe standing coming back, there is um, there is a survey kicking around at the moment. Uh, Ross, do you know what that survey is about? Specifically, um, the safe standing one. Yeah, yeah. It closed on it closed Did on it? Sunday. Yeah, I was going to mention <coughs> that to you before uh, before the okay. show started. We can edit this bit out as we used to do in the old days. Oh well, never mind. But I mean, there are there will be others. But it's uh, you yeah, know yeah. that that was that was from the uh, started off by the Welsh Assembly um, in the summer. Basically, you know why they. Like, well, no, I'm not going to go with that gag because I'll get me taken off air. <laughs> you know why they like safe standing? Go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they I'm just doing a, my general Melchit impression. <laughs> they passed a, a to do with they had a vote and said, you know, the government should bring in bring in safe yeah. standing. So they they wanted to gauge the, the opinions of everyone in the UK. Coolio. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was uh, a couple of things really. What first is loyalty points. The other is Chelsea being a profit. And actually, it's quite good to have Chelsea here because uh, Chelsea, Charlie, Freudian <laughs> slip. Because uh, Charlie in uh, actually. Uh, Charlie is actually we should call him the fifth columnist I quite like that because you are in fact a columnist yeah. and uh, you work for the Daily Mail but I you, do, you yeah. give it you give it large to Chelsea when you're on there don't you yeah yeah I do you um, do you cover I, some I, great stories for us Charlie thank you very much yeah, yeah. Um, you know I, I'm constantly berated in the office for running my own Chelsea fans in within the Mail Online yeah. and Daily Mail but uh, yeah to try and be as a do they give you a hard fan. time for that yeah, but all but of only, all uh, taking the piss. I mean, you know, yeah. you've got license to really cover Chelsea, I presume. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my job. I'm, I'm, I'm primarily a news editor for the sports website, mm. and you know, obviously liaising with the paper. But I do, uh, yeah, get some writing done as well. And, um, and obviously, you know, rather than get yourself stitched up by scousers and death threats, you get people like me to write the things. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's fine for you. Send all the death threats your way. Oh, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> anyway, um, the first thing I want to talk about, because uh, my latest CFC UK piece is about this very issue, and uh, a great friend of Martin and mine has been in my ear about this for a long time, and that's loyalty points. Mm. Um, but actually, Phil's come out with some great feel? stuff about the, the touting scams. 
Uh, but I think the loyalty issue is just massive. Whenever we have a game, it's the first thing that kicks off on Twitter is people can't get tickets because they didn't have enough loyalty points. Then they see people that weren't at like, every game. That it's just It just does everybody just head. I mean, what's wrong with the system, Ross, in your view? Um, I, th- I think the biggest problem these days, actually, is, is the demand is so high. So there's always going to be so many people who are, who are unhappy because there's only, for, especially for away games, there's only, you know basically up to 3,000 3, tickets and in the last couple of years demand has, demand has gone way up and there's just no way of satisfying everyone mm. um, I think we've discussed this on as as part of the, the trust stuff we do that Chelsea actually have probably the best, the best system in the Premier League mm. as it is, it can do with a few tweaks of course it can but at the end of the day, there's no there's no way of pleasing everyone. Yeah. I think in terms of loyalty points, um, you know the, the the club has to strike a strike um, a balance between uh, selling games that are in demand on on loyalty points, especially away games, and actually allowing access for people who don't have enough points. Otherwise, you you end up with a closed shop. But you know they they can improve they can improve a few a few things. I think the current spread between <coughs> one and five points actually makes it makes it worse just, just, just before you come, yeah. let me just come back on that I see I, I actually think that, that number one it's not a loyalty point system it's a it's a purchase point system it doesn't say anything to me about loyalty exactly I think right. if if you want to have a rationing system make it one point every game then it, then you take the promotional yeah, aspect yeah. out of it, out of the equation so if you go to the game, you get one point. If you don't go to the game, you don't get a point. Which is how it used to be when you bought your yeah. programme and you cut the vouchers well, off the corner for your cup final ticket. Phil, interestingly enough, yeah. would go further. And I, I think Phil, Phil's point, whilst extreme, is probably the only solution you're going to get to, I think, and I think it needs a lot of investigation, but is what is clearly a, a horrible, insidious and very well organised touting scam that's yes. going on where you've got ghost season ticket holders, ghost yes. membership holders. Oh, yeah, totally. yes. They're buying up the tickets to get loyalty points so that they can have a pool of tickets for finals and semi-finals. Yeah. And that, yes. that's touts as well. Yeah, it's touts, yeah. absolutely. Um, but and, a lot of it's and, done within the system, so people yeah. save up the loyalty points, yeah. get themselves a, yeah. a, a second or third or fourth yeah. season ticket, yeah. never mm. ever go to any of those that's games, right. sell them on. And get the, the and they get more loyalty points and there's there's Phil's researched this yeah and there's kind of pyramid scheme yeah that if, for your first it's five a Fonzie season, scheme for your first mm. five season tickets I said Phil should do it and then he could call it a Fonzie you scheme. know they give you they give you a grander season ticket that for was the a season good joke for your, come on from and, and then the next tier below you when they start getting you get five hundred quid from that and so on it's a pyramid and the, people can make yeah. a lot of money the, out of this the yeah. problem I mean the club have always tried to combat the touts they they can identify them but they can't dent- identify them ahead of se- ahead of the season because no. anyone can go up and buy a membership and you don't actually need to pro- provide ID I mean maybe maybe that's one idea that you, you well that's what to, Phil's saying return yeah. to the old cards that had your photo on it mm. if it mm. ain't you you don't get in no, no, I mean mm. uh, actually have to prove your identity to be able to be a season ticket holder or member because yeah. of course the, the advantage of not having your face on a card is that you can pass your ticket on to it well to that's why I say it's extreme but it would work so Sophie so, so wanted to say something Malika. no I was just going to say that I do sort of agree with Ross when he said you can't please everyone because I've had people come up to me before who are season ticket holders who have said uh, members shouldn't get anything and I didn't have a season ticket for the last two seasons but I went to nearly every single game and then there'll be people that say season ticket holders say we need a, we need a ticket in Europe you know for away games they've never been to one European away and there's people like me and my dad and my friends that 
go to nearly every European away and then when it came to the final in Munich we had a hell of a time getting tickets and it was really really last minute so I don't think you can really please something needs to be done but I don't know how you're going to you're going to please everyone because there'll always be just you're because not. just because mm-hmm. um, um, a member doesn't have a season ticket doesn't mean that I don't go to every home away in European mm. But I, I think that just just to pick up on your point, Sophie, I think it, you know that there's a split of about sixty forty now, isn't there, Ross? Yeah, after, for, for after season ticket and season ticket and membership sales. So maybe they need to look at that. Um, I say the main the main problem is the, the 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 European. I mean, I'm okay now because I'm on the away scheme, and I suggest that if people do want tickets in Europe, that you try and get on that scheme because well, I agree that with is, you. If you, because that is yeah. basically your ticket to everything. If you can afford yeah. it. Yeah, if you want to go to every game, get I mean, on the away scheme. But I mean, a lot of the games, like Schalke, really, really cheap game. We're only going for a, you know a day and a half, but it's no, just over a hundred pounds. Mm. It's not, it's not as extortionate as everybody thinks. And mm. even so, you've got those tickets. Tickets in Europe aren't that expensive, to be honest. They're very cheap mm. compared to everywhere else. So if that's something that you want to do, especially for a season ticket holder, then that's the what other you're problem is doing. For, for a midweek European away game. It's two days off work. And not everybody's got enough holiday mm. to do. All no, that, yeah, so. that's true. I'm, I'm, it was more for the people that that complain that they don't get a ticket, but you know, Charlie. <laughs> the uh, the ones that people sort of really complain about are, are the kind of games that, in the last couple of months, you know, the the Champions League home games and the the Carling Cup home games because they're always sort of five points and people people complain that it's a marketing. Tool. It is, but by the same token, those are the non-attractive games. So but that's what I'm saying. If 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 you were if you were that what 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 that you see the trouble. Yeah, I agree with you. It is pure promotional from the club to make sure they get bums on seats. They are yeah. by definition less attractive matches, well, and by definition the most loyal supporters will go well, anyway. I mean, it, but by having it at five points instead of one mm. point, it's also equally attractive to these touts and the ghost season ticket holders who are just using it. Yeah, no. I okay, Shrewsbury away. I yeah. think I think that yeah. this whole issue hit me square in the head. I've been thinking about this for a while. But for me, the tipping point was when I saw that photograph on Twitter of some lad who was at the Shrewsbury game, which I knew for a fact, A, was like rocking horse shit trying to get a ticket for, and yeah, B, absolutely. a lot of my generation, Martin, I mean, the, the idea of going to Shrewsbury away is great because it takes us yeah, back, yeah, funnily yeah. enough, to the, mm. to the John Neal era. Mm. Um, and yet this guy tweeted a photograph of a block. I mean, we're talking about 10 empty seats there. So basically, yeah, people yeah. who have bought it for loyalty oh, yeah. points but, and can't I mean, be asked to go. With, with and there are people who would have cut their right arm off to go there. It has two sides to it as well, both of which are negative. First of all, these ghost season tickets and the people that end up with those tickets are, are the wrong people. They're going to fill the stadium up with tourists and, or even, as you mm. say, the seats are going to be empty. They're the wrong people. You don't want the people tickets to end up with those people. But the same token, it's also keeping the people who are deserving and should have those tickets out of it. Well, but the other so thing, the other thing, I mean, I'm, I'm Ross, double negative. Ross is right with his point about you can't also make it, you know, Stuart, bless his heart, all the best for the world. He's got a bit of money, and he and he and he is incredible. He's been going forever. He works. He, hard he, for he works hard for his money. I'm not denying or begrudging him that. He also goes to every flame. If if they had a Chelsea game next week on Mars, Stuart would go. Uh, and he gets quite grumpy about it, saying, "I go to every game. If you want to, like, you know, be loyal, go to every game." And and, he, and there is a lot about that that is right. Mm. But you cannot make it a closed shop. And this is my argument for this, mm. Phil, who had a season ticket. For 38 years, 25 of those years, mm. he had four season well, four tickets. Four or five, yeah. He stopped going for three years. He phones up the box office to get a season ticket this summer and says, can I buy a season ticket? I'm sorry, sir, you're not, you don't have enough loyalty points. Oh, yeah. No, they, they need to, they well, need that to is average. Insane. That is insane. They, they need to average the last 10, 15 well, years. Well, they do, don't points. they? And, and, and have that as another 
it's, back up to your They need to do points. something like British Airways have recently started doing with their loyalty scheme. It is that you get your... Beer miles. Tip, no, well, no, you get... Our, beer you get, miles! That's you, what you want! You, you get beer miles! You, every time you buy a ticket to fly with British Airways, you get tier points, and, they, and that you keep your tier points for a year, and that gets you different classes of stuff. But they also now have started doing lifetime tier points. So all the tier points you've ever won, they add them up. All right. Now, something can like I, that. Can I just say one final thing? I think you can if Harry passes me a lager. <laughs> God, you, can, you can say whatever you like. Um, you, I could, you, could, your lager. you could dance the Nutcracker Sweet, Ross, if, if Harry gets me a lager. <laughs> Off the back of um, demand going up so much, I think if the club... Have one yourself, H, if you want. If the club gets uh, the pricing structure right for the Champions League group home games, the League Cup and the FA Cup, I think the FA Cup's fine, actually. But if they get that pricing structure right, they should be able to test out, and I think it would be quite easy for them to sell out those less attractive games with the right prices and without without the need to acquire loyalty points. It certainly needs a lot of tweaking, as you said. What, what I will say to, to finish this one up is that um, I did write my latest CFC UK piece is is on this, and I talked to a few people I've known for a long time who've got very strong feelings on it. So, um, dare I say it's worth a read? But it is worth a read. Uh, Arry up! It's only a pound. Now, talking of money, I was going to talk about uh, Chelsea being in profit because I did write a rather cracking blog on that last week but actually do we really care no we don't care as long as Roman reinvests it in decent players which he will and that's the bottom line isn't it really so let's it not... does mean one less thing to worry about actually from a, from a squad perspective it is great and I'm not begrudging it and I think what I like most about the profit thing is that we've made one and that will make Roman feel better uh, Roman isn't in it to make money as he said many a time and, and he, will re- he will reinvest that back in but I think the best thing about it of all was it, it means is that we, we are well within the FFP rules that have been set out and actually that I remember three or four years ago we, we perceived that as quite a worry because there's a lot of stuff that actually gets taken out like stadium maintenance the, the academy and, and whatnot. so even though we've made profit of 20 million the actual margin with financial fair play is a lot bigger it's a great yeah, just, 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 the other clubs sneering rights as well yeah, there's a great the, bit of ammo to throw back point, at Arsenal yeah, fans exactly. the point to remember about it is so the club haven't I mean the club did good business in the transfer market yes actually that wasn't in these accounts was it but but the a lot of that extra revenue forget that came from the big hike in the TV money mm. okay well, I'm, I'm amazed you all wanted to talk about that but there you go um, <laughs> it's a good discussion I mean you know I think I said what I said on it and I'll put my blog up that was in the uh, oh, IBT UK Times Sport thingy-bob what's it can, later on can I just ask a question you can ask me have you liked Jonathan the trust meeting was um, uh, um, Rick Glanville there was a thing about old songs he, I saw on Twitter he'd been discussing yeah people asked questions about old songs were there any that uh, that even I haven't brought up. Uh, I did whisper in his ear, it's a corner, it's, <laughs> it's a, a corner. corner. Uh, no, it was basically whether Zigazaga, the Tommy Baldwin song, mm. or la, 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 Chelsea, the first song. And I think it was really interesting because, of course, the la, 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 la one is, is Hey Jude. Yeah. Uh, at 68 yeah so yeah. They, we were kind of timing it with that and Zigazaga. there was also uh, um, um, Illo Submarine wasn't it which yeah. was, uh, excuse my language was we all piss in a blue and white pot a blue and white what blue and white pot pot yeah yeah and I got because I was at Fulham watching a game what about those and the bloke next to me was singing it singing mm. young chap and the policeman came up to me and said oh you stop singing that it's disgusting what if you don't... I said it wasn't me it was mm. him but what if you didn't have a pot to piss in yeah, clever Hey, lovely. 
Right, um, okay, I'm going to like, we're going because we're almost at the end of this part anyway, and actually, I'm going to like, we were going to talk about Czech going to Arsenal and Rafa going to live. I don't know. Well, I might save that if we run out of time, which we won't. Sure I'm going to talk all. For yeah, I'm going to talk all about our best memories from 300 shows, or in Jonathan's case, about 70. It should be good if we had Tim Rolls and, and Royce, wouldn't it? Because we'd have Rolls. Tim Rolls, Rolls Royce. I like yeah. that. Right, we'll be back in a very short while, and we're going to go down memory lane. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Proper Chelsea. Footballfancast.com Okay, we're back. We're back, although we haven't really been away. But anyway, I'm Stanford Chidge. This, of course, is the Chelsea Football Fancast. It's our 300th show. And it's not on TV. We've kind of gone old school tonight. Why not? Anyway, I, what I do know is that it is working beautifully on uh, on Mixler. It's beautifully working on Mixler, and people oh, yeah. are, are loving it as a result. Now, um, I was going to talk about all sorts of stuff uh, on this, but I'm, I'm not going to uh, talk about all sorts of stuff that we were going to talk about, which is the game, mate, which was um, which was Scherler and Royce, Czech and... Arsenal, all that kind of rubbish. Anyway, what we're going to talk about instead is going to talk about this thing called. We've done three hundred shows, which let's face it, guys, that is pretty. That is pretty special. I mean, who, who thinks that's pretty special? Don't all shout at once. <laughs> very, spe- special. very special indeed. It's more like special needs, I think. But it is special. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, special, I don't mate. think when we started doing this. I mean, podcasts were kind of in the in their infancy in terms of how popular they were and it, it was just a laugh and, and looking back on it to have done so many shows and so so many great times and individual episodes and all the friends we've all the friends, the we've, friends made. we've made that's the big yeah, thing exactly. I think it's an achievement well, why do you think it's an achievement Jonathan well, that you've sustained it you've kept it going still alive is an mm. achievement yeah. yeah that's true and we've still got the same budget that we started with yeah. it's amazing fuck all <laughs> yeah, absolutely sweet Felicity Arkwright um, there's some lovely comments that people have put on, on Facebook actually because I, I said to them I said look you know tell us what you think you know what are your memories of the show and, and, and I'm going to read a few out actually and I'll, I'll get you to comment on them I think that's one of the nicest things and then we can like finish up with a bit of our own thoughts on it but uh, Stephen Donnellan says I remember being really sad and bored so I created a second Facebook account and added Chelsea fans all around the world just to invite them to like the Chelsea fancast page I was much younger and thought the fancast was good then sorry no no I, I was much younger <laughs> and thought the fancast deserved more listeners it worked though that was nice now Stuart Thomas's favourite memory it's a shame that Sophie's had to disappear Sophie's had to go because she's going to Schalke that's a good reason to skedaddle out of here St- Stuart Thomas's favourite memory of the Chelsea fancast is Martin Manang, 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 and Manang. Manang. Yeah. Would, yeah. would Ross like to explain what Manang, Manang, Manang is about? <sighs> when, 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 before you do, Charlie, do, lucky. Do, hang on. Do you know what Manang, Manang, Manang? Oh. Harry, do you know? Jonathan, do you know what Manang? No, no idea. Do you know? Ch- so th- there we go. You see, it predates all of these bloody Johnny Cup ladies, doesn't it? it Chelsea was, Lucky. No, it's Chelsea Win, Win, and Win. Yes. No, Chelsea Lucky who started it. Yeah, it was Chelsea it was Lucky. His, who started it was his. It. it was his post on the Facebook page. What happened? It was. It was. 
a post completely in, completely Indonesian, in Indonesian, which I think Chris read out. No, Chief no, read it out. You read it out. In Indonesian, yeah. in his best Indonesian. <laughs> and the <laughs> last three words were <laughs> yeah, Manang, yeah. Manang, and Manang. Well, well, it was slightly racist, but it was allowed in those days. The last sentence was began with the word Chelsea, so we knew it had something specific, and it was Chelsea and Manang. And I absolutely, 150%, I don't want the FA coming down and trying to get me to resign from Wigan or anything. <laughs> but, um, you know, talking about Dave Whelan going on about the Chinese in a very un- derogatory way did remind me of an accidental joke that actually it was Ross that did. And it was an accidental joke. It wasn't like thought, thought or deliberate. Not one of you. He mentioned, he mentioned something about a chink in the wall. No, no, no. That this free, is a famous bit free of... kick. Don't you remember? It's a famous bit of commentary. Uh, Everton, oh, Everton, right, Everton were right. playing Newcastle yeah. about 15 years ago when Lee Tier, I think his name was, was playing for Everton. Yeah. And uh, right. New, Newcastle, right. I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> I think the game was the game was one-one, and Newcastle were really pressing. And the commentator says, uh, "You know, Newcastle are really looking for a, a chink in the Everton defence, and the ball comes across from the left, and the, the Lee Tier knocks it into his own goal." <laughs> I know. Anyway, we oh, should move on. Should we edit that bit out? Oh, that's no, no. We, we used to say far it's, it's, a, it's a matter of fact. I mean, it's, it's a, a matter of fact, yeah. Ross. So, free the Dave Whelan one, I think, is what we're not saying. Um, anyway, Lukey, Lukey Boy Ryan, who, of course, Luke's claim to fame was that he was the first person to buy a Chelsea Fancast t shirt. So, how about that? And he's an all round lovely bloke who I used to enjoy drinking with uh, in the pub. But he, he, his favourite moment is when um, Telltale inadvertently, or actually knowing Tell, absolutely deliberately referred to Maluda as being handicapped. <laughs> I, can't, I can't quite remember what the, con- the, the context of that was. There was I one. thought you were going to refer to his comment about Mexicans. Oh, no, no, we're not going down the Mexican ones. Uh, and, and talking of Tell, uh, Jonathan Turner said, Chell tells tales from the shed about Northerners being real people, with real, real people, emotions. With real emotions. Colin Welland. Ah, yes. Yeah? yeah. Yes. Tell did us a, a tale from the shed and it ended up like that. And we, I mean, we none of us could carry on for about 10 minutes. We were oh, just wetting yeah. ourselves laughing so I think much. It was Sunderland away, wasn't it? It was. Uh, and he also, fire. He, also, fire. he also loved the Chelsea fancast end of season party with Bobby Tambling there and the beautiful game doing a set and, uh, so and winning his set. Michael Essien signed shirt. And we love John. I mean, here we go. You talk about the, the best thing about doing this is the fact that we've met so many great mm. people. We wouldn't know Johnny T- Turner if, if it hadn't been for this. So. I absolutely second second that. Now there are a and few. The lovely Chris Larwood that I met out in, in, well, in Adelaide. I'll tell you what, Mark. I'm, I'm, let me let me read a few yeah. of these because those kind of what's what's really interesting about the comments on Facebook is that the people that we knew and loved and got to meet mm. early on are the people they've come out of the woodwork a bit. Yeah. <laughs> they've skedaddled from Facebook very much like I have. Funny yeah. enough, but they've come back. And Felix Verren. Yeah. Remember Felix? Yeah. Never met him, but you did. Well, there we go. Well, Felix posted. He says, hell yeah. I still remember the 50th and the 100th episode. <laughs> it's been a wonderful ride. I'm glad we got to meet when you made it this way, which was out in San Diego <laughs> so many years ago. And it was. And we watched Carlo beat... Uh, well, I, I saw. I met I met Felix. At the Rose Bowl. When, yeah, when, when we played Inter Milan. It was Jozo's first game with Inter Milan. And we ha- and we were watching the game, uh, and we we went to Lucky Baldwin's, I think. But I also met Felix down in San Diego at another pub and watched a few games with him and his lot down there. And actually, on Facebook, he's got some. If, if we'd have been doing this on TV, I could have shown you all these these wonderful photographs. But sadly, we're not. So that all got squashed. Uh, Lee Perkins, uh, I love this. This is probably my favourite post of the lot. I was there when you were shit. 
Some might argue it's still shit, but I'm still there. But I'm, I'm, what does that say about you? I'm clearly not a man of good taste, I'd say. A connoisseur of good shit. He said, still going strong and loving it more than ever. Congratulations a on the three- of good shit. Shut up. Congratulations on the 300 and not out. Uh, Daniel Barca, congratulations to Stanford Chidge and the Fancast crew. Brilliant show and family. Keep on trucking. Uh, and Gary Lip. Good old Gary Lip. Yeah. I haven't heard from him for a while. Uh... Congrats on 300 caps. Joe Tweeds should point out that I've sat along from Chid for probably a decade. Only it knew it was him last year, you liar. I'm sure I came and said hello to you before that. I sat I sat next to him at Villa away one year and had no idea it was him. Right, apparently Southampton have equalised. We knew that. Yeah, we did 81 we? minutes. All right. Assist by Ryan Bertrand. Oh, Nicky Kilduff says, congrats. One of my favourite shows was when some of you uh, did the City away game last season. That's the live show we did. Mm. Which where we basically did a show for five minutes and then got bored and just watched the match and really didn't do a show, but we had the cameras on us still. And commented on it. You were there, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, it was yeah, great Ross fun. was there's that great picture of us all going mental cheering. when we That's scored. Right. Well, talking of which actually, any of us that are not going to the Stoke game, I think providing Sports Tonight Live can provide me with a bloody crew, then we're gonna do another live show as it's Christmas. You know, I thought, well, why not? You I know, missed that as well. I know, you're off in uh, where are you off to? New York. New York, New York. Yeah, so look out, New York. I'm coming. You'll be in Legends, won't I'll you? be there on, uh, at, yeah, at Football Factory mm, at Football Legends Factory. Yeah. on the 22nd for... Is it, I can't remember what it was. 22nd. There's two games. I'll be there for two games. 22nd and the 26th. Well, um, for those of you who are not in New York or in fact at Stoke, I think we might do a live show. Maybe we'll try and do it a bit better this time, but we'll do a live show. Do you reckon? I thought it was pretty good last time. What was wrong with it? Because I watched the whole thing. And they were like, uh, what you saw was the edited highlights I put up on YouTube, <laughs> which lasted for 20 minutes out of yes. two hours. Yes, of course, yes. yes. Think about Although it. Although it's just lots of us gawping, wasn't it? Yeah. Right, Andy Silverman's just posted. He says, happy 300th show, Chelsea Fancast. It's an honour to be part of such a great show and with such great people. Honor. Again, congrats, Chidge. Well, the honour has been ours, I think. I speak for all of us and say that. It's a real pleasure and a privilege to do this and to met again great people like Andy now talking of memory smart uh, I've written a few kind of no, my mind went years I know ago. if I, you told me 30 years ago I'd remember well I can't, I can't even remember the flaming match from Saturday because we all know why <laughs> um, but no any, why Chidge tell us again I was battered oh, I, yeah, I know I got basically met too many people and had too much beer um, and the beer's very good at the Fimbra though, but um, it is lovely at the Fimbra but there's a few there's a few um Memories here that, that we've got. Um, one of, I think some of my favourite memories of the podcast were, uh, you know, doing doing the big, you know, when Big Phil was on and Big Phil mm. did all those stories. Oh, the carrots. Yeah, and and uh, I mean the Tromso sp- away. Yeah. He's still not done Tromso away. We he got has done. No, he has. That. He's done Tromso. He's he done it. Do, did he do Tromso? He's done some great stories. The press and the CPO shows. I'm very very proud of. I thought they were crackers. Chell tells tales from the shed. Absolutely. I mean, what you should know out there is that actually nearly all of these shows uh, are... I haven't uploaded them to SoundCloud yet, but there's a lot of them. There's only about... I think I've lost about 10% of them, but all of the early shows I'm going to stick up on SoundCloud and you can download them and listen to how shit we I've really were. 
you know, before we got professionals like Jonathan on board. Especially that season we recorded the podcast straight after the game. Oh, well, I've got a few of those. I've got a few of those. I've still got a few on my laptop. Yeah, so I, I will I will endeavour when I get a moment to put them up there so you can... But I think that's great because it's, it's part of the history of the club, really, oh, yeah. isn't it? It is. It's, it's an of, archive. It's, it's early, early. It's, it's fans broadcasting about the games themselves. Really. It is a good record, actually. Yeah, it's really good. Bit what? of oral history. It is a good record yeah. of the games. Well expressed. It's, it's easier than writing a book. So who's going to write a book about it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say it's easier than writing a There's book. A book there. But well, it ought to be a book that is uh, is cross reference to, as you put it, yeah. Soundclart. Yeah. Well, I think actually no. I, I'm going to probably put together a uh, you know those kind of funny little Kindle things that Marco and Co do. I'm actually thinking of putting a lot of my scribblings into one great big thing because I think the book of Chidge the book of no I'm going to call it the view from Stamford Chidge oh clever no but you yeah. could put sound clips in it as well yeah. I, well yeah I could in an audio but I thought mm. that I quite like the ego of actually getting it printed properly though because I'm not very good with Kindle you know and I can put up my shelf uh, put it on my shelf next to great weighty uh, Tolstoy-esque tombs like uh, Overland and Sea and Celery <laughs> representing Chelsea in the 80s and even even the Red Hand Gang by the lovely, delightful Walter Otten. Anyway, as I was right, saying, one one Munich, Martin Munich, Munich, Munich. Yeah. I think that also goes down as an absolutely stupendously brilliant, brilliant memory for it the was. podcast. Uh, uh, yes, there was quite a good podcast gang out there. I mean, I think most of us in the Shakespeare were, were uh, in some way connected with the podcast, weren't we? Well, you you know that I put the other week. I put the Munich trilogy up. Did you? Yeah, so the before in the Augustiner mm. beer keller just, just north of, of, of Hotbanghof Station. All right, I got the inside the stadium when we were like all going mental. Mm. And then I got the after, which is you lot in the Shakespeare mm. and me at the parade afterwards. Mm. Uh, we put it on here about a year ago, but I've kind of put it up on YouTube. So. I missed the parade because I was back in Israel by then. And you know what else I've put up on, uh, uh, on YouTube? I've Fulham put, away? No, remember when I did that filming in the Maltster? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I saw that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, up there. Yeah, and then there's the thing with me and Jonathan in the Israeli TV where I... I saw the Israeli TV one. I pronounced gay love from Jose Mourinho. I was on that for about a nanosecond. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Yeah. they cut you out quite sensibly smart. (laughs) Uh, But remember that, that was funny. And Babs was on that as well. We did well. But I thought our comedy act was quite funny on that. We did very well. Yeah, the red car. Yeah, well, there's potential in that. Me and Jonathan should go out the road, road, double act. And the driver was a Chelsea fan as well. Brilliant. Chidge and Kid. Kid and Chidge. Kid and I'm worried about the billing though already. It's not going to work. Kid and Chidge. No, it should be Chidge and Kid. Chidge Kid. Chidge and Kid. Kid and Chidge. Chidge and Kid. I don't know. Would you, maybe you'd all like to vote on the website as to what sounds best. Chid. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm well, sure it could just got... be David and Jonathan, really. That's, too, no, that's a bit really boring. Sounds, like, yeah. sounds like a law firm. <laughs> sounds like a law firm. Yeah, it's deeper than that. Yeah. Right, Andy Silverman says, download the first one after 19... Ah, oh, now that's what I'm talking about. Download the first one after... 1905-12 after Munich that is one of the best ever podcasts I have a suspicion he may be right Yeah, that post-Munich one I think we were, the, all, we were the, all still drunk weren't we it was we the end later. of season one wasn't it we, I, I remember yeah, we, we, every, every, we all got pretty emotional it's been emotional re- reminiscing about right it. now finally I'm going to wrap this up but what I want from you what's your favourite memory from doing this 300 shows oh god yeah so you got to pick one I haven't done all 300, I might say. Uh, um, goodness me. No, no, come back to me on that. Oh, Jonathan? I'll tell you what it was. I'll tell you what it was. It was Alan Hudson. I you like the Alan? Show. Okay, there we, that that's what I'm talking show. about. Thank you, Smart. Yeah, I never thought I'd sit there doing a podcast eating Alan Hudson's chips. I wonder what you were <laughs> going to say then. <laughs> well, similarly, to, I, I thought that um, 
the show that uh, Paul Cannaville was on yeah. was great. Yeah, that was a good one. Too. I like I like the Cundy, the Cundy and the and the Canners ones. I thought mm. they were they were superb. Really, really like that. I'm trying to find. Humble, I've lost a bit of my quality that uh, that Paul Cannaville had about everything was. Uh, We've had Cannaville the, on. But then the joy, yeah. the joy that he was discussing about scoring scoring goals, which the mm. kind of that was. I related so much to that because if I'd ever played for Chelsea, which never was never going to happen. But that that the, the joyous, almost schoolboyish thing of just of uh, of hitting the back of the net was just the way he explained that was fantastic. <sighs> I loved it. That was a coming show. That was it. Right. Right. I tell you what, one of my favourite shows was. I mean, all the ones with the guests we've had, like Cundy and Canners several times, and Alan Hudson and Mickey Thomas. He mm. was hilarious. But one of my favourite ones is when we first had the beautiful game on, and they were absolutely battered. Do you remember that? Yes, that was a cracker. Did that they play? Was a cracker. And my other favourite. No, they didn't. But they <laughs> were absolutely shit face. I mean, they were just <laughs> so funny. My other favourite one was one that I was not on. But it was when Dr. Mark did it, and he forgot to turn the mics on for an <laughs> no, hour. No, he, he forgot to turn... <laughs> Three quarters of an hour of the show with that. With he forgot to turn just, just his mic on, so yeah. everyone else was fine, and it sounded like he was recording it out of a Well, I had the cans on, and I couldn't understand why it sounded like I was, I'm ahead in a bucket. What's been your favourite moment so far, Jonathan? Um, working with you. Oh, you are all... <laughs> How much do I owe you? Your rating's just got up 75 again. quid, I think, okay, we agreed. Definitely. No, you're definitely my favourite podcaster of all time now. <laughs> Not just this, this last show. Thank you, it's gone up already, isn't it? But seriously. Uh, what was the question again? What was your, <laughs> your favourite moment? <laughs> uh, favourite moment. Um, uh, I, I love it when the show has um, uh, characters coming in. I love the, sc- yeah. the, the, the Skype. There was one show we did where... Charlie um, Curtains, he's and, here. And uh, yeah, and yeah, that's right. You, yeah, you, you, you. There was Skype. There was um, um, uh, somebody was was podcasting. Not podcasting. I guess the wrong expression. Somebody was um, pho- uh, phoning in as well. And I think we had Dan Levine on it as well. And the the knowledge of all these supporters was just absolutely terrific. I think I was the first Skype one you did. I did it for Israel. Yeah. I can't remember that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Ross, what's your favourite memory? <laughs> it's a bit like deciding Ross. between kids, really. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think, really, I mean, I can't remember the show specifically, but the ones where I met people who are good mates now who I don't even consider to be, you know, fan cast listeners just because they're such good friends, you know. Everyone around this table, really. Mm. Um, I, if I'm naming people, I'm going to forget people, but, uh, you know, you know, you know who you are and just... Just the yeah, fact that it's added a, an extra dimension for me for, for, support, for, for supporting Chelsea and the good friends I've been able to make. It's a good point, actually. That Ross is a terrific point. point. There yeah. are large numbers of people that also that you, you may see at away games that you've, uh, you've encountered yeah. or heard of. Yeah. Yeah. It, gives the whole, it creates more of a, of a family feeling about everything, actually. I didn't did yeah, know Chidge before because I, I was married to his sister and I didn't know Jonathan because we were at school together. But apart from that... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's part of the, you know it's a massive part of the whole sort of Chelsea community. I think Twitter helps massively with that. Like you say, you know, there's always people you sort of heard of you know by faces. It, it always used to con- be. It connects to, uh, to CFC UK as well. Oh yeah, so all abso- of that and all the abso- and all the characters. Absolutely, and it gives you knowledge about uh, about yeah. things you'd never have known. Particularly, I would never have known in my. Uh, particular mm. position where I sit where he yeah. didn't encounter anybody or your butler would have known no he would have known yeah, he, doesn't yeah, tell yeah, me. Yeah. he doesn't tell me enough alright I'm going to leave the lot I mean I, I love all of that it's really nice to hear actually and, and, and I think you've all hit the nail on the head as to why we love doing it so much and, and me in particular I'm going to leave the last few words to some of the people that we're talking about and a few of the names you will recognise 
Gary Gary Bailey or Garfield Bailey, the gaffer, who is not here. I'd love to know why. He just said he liked the farting show best. <laughs> uh, I think that was Tell. Yes, OC yeah. Hooligans. He love it. Well, Andy, I know loves it. Uh, we got some uh, talking of the Blue Roo. I know you were talking about the Blue Roo. Patrick Blue Howley. Yeah. Who could forget Tales from the Shed? Pissing on the Old Trafford pitch was probably yeah. my favourite. <laughs> and of course, Northerners being real people, real emotions. Real people, real emotions. Real emotions. Uh, Chris Larwood, the Blue Roo. Uh, when the good Dr. Martin Levy did a house call to Adelaide and he took him to an Aussie Rules football match. Uh, many great moments from old Putney Station days, and particularly as the Guinness took effect and chaos ensued, yes. I always like Shall We Sing a Song for You segment, the build-up to Munich, we're going to Germany, you're going to Burnley podcast, and of course the Champions of Europe extravaganza, the star-struck Chell Tell when, yes, when Alan Hudson joined the crew. Mm. Tell sat there like in awe. Was, I've never heard so little out of him. Um, and the final, final words from Mike Harvey and Mike Keegan... Mike Harvey, three words, Manang, Manang, Manang. Mike mm. Keegan, the best memories, Tales from the Shed, Big Phil stories, the Manangs, being on the show via Skype, meeting great people through the podcast who have become real friends with real emotions, I hasten to <laughs> add, uh, singing along to Buy the Boys a Beer Song while on a crowded train, Northerners are real people, the pod honouring my late friend Graham Kinsey, and of course all the legends of the pod. Oh, and the best guest is a tie of Paul Cannaville and Jason Cundy. And I think that is going to... Oh, and of course, last this has to be done. Uh, the last word from Geoffrey Asseltine, or as we used to sing, na 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 Geoffrey Asseltine, Asseltine, Geoffrey Asseltine, who says, Strolling, just strolling By the light of the moon above I don't envy the rich in their automobiles Cos motor is phony I'd rather shag a pony when I'm strolling Just strolling In the cool of the evening With rolling, cause when I know my luck is rolling, when I'm strolling with the one I love, Chelsea! Chelsea! That was especially for you lot out there, and I know how much you love it. We're yeah. going to be back in a very, very quick time after this short break. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Up the Chelsea! Footballfancast.com We're back, we're back! Uh, and it's, of course, the Chelsea Football Fancast, and we've been wallowing, wallowing in, in nostalgia. In nostalgia. Mm. I like, God, we sound like scousers, don't we? Yeah. That's terrible. Enough nostalgia, enough history. On with the present day. And no better man to do this than the lovely Jonathan Kidd, who's going to read a bit of Chelsea Chatter stats. I never knew Chelsea had so much style of uh, what style of um, person are you going to do it in this week? Uh, my butler's voice. Okay, okay. Jonathan's going to read you Chelsea Chatter stats in the style of his butler. Uh, he's actually like that, actually. It's very speechless. No, it depends when. It actually, it's, it's his mate. It's his, whether his mate comes or whether I have him. I, I think I'll have. Um, it's, <coughs> it's his mate. Hurry up! Yeah, right. Uh, uh, um, <coughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, 
Chelsea have now kept 350 clean sheets in the Premier League. It's the door closing. Thank you. The Blues are the only team in all four divisions to be unbeaten in all competitions. Chelsea have set a new club record, going unbeaten in their first 12 top-flight league games of the season. Can we have a few more hoorays, please? (laughs) No, no Blues. No Blues. Thank you. Talking about our team. The Blues have kept... No, excuse me. Not while I'm speaking. The Blues have kept 11 clean sheets in their last 14 Premier League games at Stamford Bridge. Hey! Yeah, it's good. I like it. I like it. Chelsea are the only team to score in every Premier League game this season. Hey! Sir, would you like a piece of cake? Stat of the week. Liverpool have lost their last four games. The last time Chelsea did this was in 1993. Hey! That's a good stat of the week. Ah, Great stat. Ah, so where can they find more stats, Jonathan? <laughs> For more Chelsea stats in history, go to www.chelseachadder.com and follow the very man, Chelsea Chatter, on uh, Twitter at Chelsea Chatter. And uh, yeah, that's it. Marvellous. Well done, Mr. Kid. Um, right, OK. We don't have the lovely Sophie because, as you know, she's had to uh, disappear so she can uh, sort herself out before she goes to Aren't, aren't, we, just, aren't we just kid. keep on going until there's only one person left? Isn't that <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then that's it. There'll be no more right, Chelsea fans. Time for a round of Chelsea news. We're going to kill it. We're going to kill it off tonight. We're going to keep fucking recording until they all go home and then I will be the one that turns the lights out. And that's it. Right, I've got some emails for you but I'm going to have to read them because we've all got to go and I'm going to do about all, all this speed like this. I'm going to do it this quickly. Right, number one. Oh, that's good. Hello to all the boys. I could do your voice. Your voiceovers are like you that. Could. I'm, I'm, I'm bothering. You should just take over. Have to me. read the terms and conditions. So you can't actually read them. There we go. Okay, uh, hello to all the boys and Sophie down at the bridge. I wonder what he was going to say then. Uh, I love the podcast, giving me in Australia a great insight into Chelsea at home. Just a question for Pablo: who do you, who do you believe to be our most valuable player? I don't like anybody; they're all rubbish. That's, that's, that's good for Pablo. Isn't it? Perfect. Um, thanks very much for a great podcast and great Chelsea fans. Best regards, Blake. Cheers, Blake. Thanks for the email. Greetings, Chidge. Hope you are well and no doubt buzzing from the bin dippers drubbing on Saturday. Well, it seems a while ago, but I still am buzzing from it. Adelaide Chelsea had a great turnout at the Liverpool pub Saturday night and gave it a good crack. The amused uh, Bermuda Scousers were rather taken aback that they had real competition in their pub. Mm. You can imagine how mental they went when Chelsea produced the danger slipping hazard sign. And the shame about this not being on TV tonight is that Chris sent me both a picture of the pub in full cry with all the Adelaide Blues. But there was there's this guy holding up. You know when you get them when there's water on the floor yeah. and it says slipping hazard, and he was holding it up to the Scousers, and they were going absolutely yeah. nuts. Steve Gerrard. But that's, Gerard. it's referring, uh, wrong play on words it's here, but bro- it's referring to Stephen Gerrard, yeah, not, not Eden Hazard. Not Eden Hazard, yeah. 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 They, they were waving it like this yeah, yeah. at the... Uh, at the it's at it's the a cracking image, yeah. It really I'll try and stick it on Facebook, or, or Blue Roo, if you're listening, when you listen to the podcast, stick it on our Facebook group, because it's cracking. Um, right, the 15-minute top of the league rendition at the end set, oh, at the end, sent them over the edge, especially with the penalty shout. There's some video on the fancast page. I'll have a look on the fancast page. He's put it up there. A visit from Canners to Oz is being planned, so very much looking forward to that. I did buy his book on your recommendation, and it's on my summer reading list. As always, any Chelsea visitors to Oz can keep the blue flag flying high down under with the supporter groups in the capital cities, but especially Chelsea Adelaide. So clearly better than Melbourne Chelsea. Nice to see a bit of uh, Aussie rivalry. <laughs> or 
uh, what is In, it? Inter-antipodean right Banter and shithousery, I think, is what we'd call it over here. <laughs> uh, any plans for the 300th episode? Uh, yeah, we're going to do this great show on TV, <laughs> Chris, and it's going to be brilliant with lots of videos and lots of... Oh, shit, what happened? Oh, we're, 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 we had, we had a video from Tell lined yeah. up as well. I mean, yeah, we're going to have to... we did. Have and, to uh, and Raymond was going to, you know, say... Yeah. Skype like, in. I like the Chelsea fan cast. This is why I bought the club, because I knew they could do this. You know, that's actually Jose, isn't it? You know what I mean. Anyways, <laughs> Arnie. Uh, a landmark for certain, a selection of special guests, former podcasters. Yep, uh, all of that. Uh, anyway, the Blue Room. Thanks, mate. Great to hear from you. And be, he bought me a, a bottle of wine. He sent nice. it. He sent it to my hotel when I went to Australia. What a lovely bloke. Yeah, right. right, that is it. Now, make sure you send us in some good stories and photos by emailing the show during the week at ChelseaFanCast at gmail.com. And I will read them out. Even better, the lovely Sophie will read them out. Uh, that's all we've got time for this week uh, we will have another um, show hopefully possibly on TV I don't know if not it'll be in the bunker again but it will be next week next Monday uh, after the who we play next week Sunderland Sunderland it's after the Sunderland we'll tomorrow. oh yeah Sh- well, we'll be talking about Schalke yeah. and Sunderland we've got to give it to Jeff at the Fimbra then in fact, I may, yeah. I may well be watching it at the Fimbra. Actually, massive shout out to Jeff yes. at the Fimbra and all of the fantastic staff there. They are the best pub I've ever been. Do you know, I was about to sit down and start the meeting and Jeff bought me a pint. I don't think I've ever been bought a pint by a landlord of a pub ever. He's been barred from a few. No, it's good marketing <laughs> on his behalf. He, he is an absolute legend, mate, I tell you. But they looked after us at the SGM royally. And uh, the other thing Popcorn. about the SGM, the other thing that's funny about the SGM, of course, we were doing the meeting downstairs in the cellar and all you could hear were Walter, Not- Walter Otten and Lorch and all that lot going, We're top the league! We're top the league! The thunderous stamping, you could hear it. I hope it's on the SGM podcast, which will be released shortly after this one. Uh, anyway, enough of all that. Don't forget to follow the show on Twitter, at Chelsea Fancast. Make sure you check out all of my wonderful blogs and other people's too. Uh, and that's, of course, uh, ChelseaFancast.com, Twitter, at Chelsea Fancast. It's all good stuff. Uh, watch, listen, or download the show from there. Many thanks to my wonderful guest this week for Martin for 300 shows minus the ones where you disappeared to Israel for. I'm lovely to be here now with you on the 300th when I was there with you on the first. I love that. I love that. I say this every time, but it really is. I feel we can kill the show off now, and and I'm happy. (laughs) Die happy. Die happy. Jonathan, as always, lovely to share the thread of the show with you, my friend. Thank you. It's been uh, very good fun. And you have been a great addition for at least, I don't know how many you've done now, 50, 100? I don't know. 50. Maybe done yeah. Seasons? He's done done a lot uh, last season. And, uh, Long may they continue. Long yeah, may they continue. Very good Ross the boss. What a pleasure to have you back behind the mic. Yeah, it's, it's you know it's cool to be on the back on the three hundredth show. Although you know I, I do my I do my bit when I'm not talking live on air. Well, it's nice to have you in, uh, see you, see you in front of me behind the mic rather than have you in my ear because yes. you don't really fit in my ear very well. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I don't really like I don't really like coming in your ear, but I have to. Oh. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did. I just not even a cotton bud could sort that out. Because <laughs> um, we were talking about Manang, Manang, and Manang a lot, yeah. I did want to give a quick shout out to Alex Patterson, Quite who, right. bought, yeah, who bought us a few too. Chelsea shirts. I still shirts. wear the shirt now. Yeah. Still yeah. wear it. I would if I could fit into it. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> uh, great to see you, Ross. It's, as I said, it's been too long uh, that we've not had you behind the mic. Charlie Skillen, your debut. Cheers. I'm sorry it was a bit pear-shaped. That's all right. The bunker, not uh, on, on the telly. Enjoy it. Yeah, I feel like Sports Tonight, tonight Live got one look at me and said, no, nah, you can you can do a podcast. No, 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 no. It wasn't anything like that. It was just, we just didn't have the crew, my friend. But no, we'll hopefully no. be back there next week. Yeah. And I think I've got you down for next week, haven't I? You have. You've signed me up. Excellent so. stuff. 
quite a few. Yeah, yeah. Charlie's our new signing. I've signed him up. He's replaced Pablo. I've sold Pablo to. <laughs> I've sold Pablo to Borussia Dortmund. He's on the transfer yeah. list. <laughs> yeah. No, pa- no, no. Pa- Pablo. To be fair, who I love to pieces, and it's a shame he's not here tonight. Uh, but Pablo is very, very busy, so we might not see him as much as we used to. So, uh, as they as they used to say, there's a great. Uh, Big audio dynamite song, but one bastard goes out and another bastard comes Excellent. in. No, that's kind of massive honour to be on the three hundred. Well, there we go. It's a lovely and, way to uh, put it. Thanks for. Uh, we would in. say goodbye to Dan and Sophie and uh, Charlie, but they had to go. Uh, but we will say thank you to Harry Baker, who is a loyal supporter. And I mean, I don't know how long you've been listening to it, Harry, but good few years now. Yeah, what show did you come in at? I can't remember now. Were you fifty, a hundred, hundred and fifty? Yeah, it's pretty good going, mate. You know, you've been there for half the time. That's pretty good. I think loyal loyal supporters deserve a round of applause. Could he not have one Harry Baker? There's only one Harry Baker. One Harry Baker. And of course, the lovely April standing four square behind Jonathan. That's what I like to see. Right, we've really got to go, but it's been brilliant fun. I have I have loved and enjoyed every one of the three hundred shows, even when it goes a bit pear shaped like it did tonight, proving that we are, if nothing else survivors and downright bloody stubborn um and also thanks to andy silverman yes for being a fantastic person on the benches i know get well soon mate right thank you for listening see you next time until then keep it blue keep it carefree and keep it chels The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.